Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Hey, Guess What, Teddy? What can we not stop doing? We can't stop snapping on these power couples. Valentine's Day imbalance patch is live and it is everywhere. There's no escaping these uh, power duos. Some of them heralded by that Heroes. Do you remember when they did that Heroes music video? That was sick. Uh, oh, yeah. These power couples also have been very fun. I actually went all in on like a Sarah Miracle deck just right away. And I won uh, Silver Conquest or something like straight through. It's been pretty fun to play around with. What do you think, Brad, on this imbalance patch? So, yeah, first things first, no OTA this week because yes. of this. The next one is going to be scheduled for the 29th is when we are getting our next uh, update, which is pretty crazy because it's, you know, the normal schedule is you, you know, patch, OTA, off week, OTA. So yep. now we're just getting off week, off week. So right, people are going to be a upset about that, I'm sure. As Wait, far as the yeah, power the, couples, it's the Hello deck, right? People are sick I, of okay. Hello. I saw someone say that they they're tired of Hello, and I'm like, yeah. I barely see it to be honest. I see like, it a lot. I I Hella see I see destroy. black I see black knight destroys everywhere. I see um, black knight oftentimes, and um, honestly, and also by the way, I'm talking about black knight, I'm talking about Hello. Okay, I'm playing some Electra. And she's been really good against Black Knight and then Hyena Yeah, it's amazing when they discard a card they needed and then they don't get the blade. They're like, what do they got to do? I was trying with Killmonger just in some uh, like a good cards deck that was okay as long as I could play it at the same time that they're playing Lady Sif. Yeah, Electra hits just a little bit harder. Honestly, Electra at 1-2, like, I didn't like the way they did the change, but the card is playable now. I agree. Um, I hate to say it. I would rather it be bad and they change it again. But as it is, it is playable. But yeah, uh, so I I don't think Hell is a problem. It's too RG focused. Same thing with Lockjaw. The amount of times I've lost because because of Lockjaw sucking or I've won because my Lockjaw sucked or Hell has sucked or whatever is, is probably the same amount that I've, you know, my opponents won or I've won, right? It, it, it balances out. But anyway, the power couples, I don't like it. I'm going to say right off rip. I don't like it for a specific reason. I think it's interesting. I think it's a cool idea. I like the idea. I don't like yep. the execution of the fact that it's in a conquest and in ladder because mm-hmm. when I'm streaming and I'm trying to like, you know, test different decks and stuff like that, we're going through lines and everything, trying to think yep. of what our opponent's going to do it's really hard to rewire your brain to remember what all the power couples are and then just be like, Oh yeah, they're going to play, you know, like whatever, like Scarlet Witch in this, uh, in this deck. Cause like I never see Scarlet Witch anymore, for example. So I don't have it on my mind and they take away a limbo or they change the location to like hurt me when I was doing like a Cerebro challenge or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's because it's in both. If it was just in ladder and I could go to conquest to kind of like not see it just like featured locations, hot locations, I would like it way more. I will say, I do think this is them testing the waters for a mechanic in two ways. One, And I think public... it is a brilliant mechanic. This is like right. truly the first time we've seen a, a new mechanic in Snap since the game released. With the, yeah. When the game released, we had the bones of everything that exists right now. Nothing came out that was truly novel, except, okay, you can argue High Evolutionary and Thanos, right? But even Thanos was in the game. He just wasn't released. Um, right. But this is something that's very tantalizing on what they could do in the future with the... Yeah, and, 
and the way they're testing it, 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 it tests it in two ways. First, it tests it, you know, uh, mechanically, or I guess what's the better word, um, their own engine, their own in-game client, like how well it yes. handles it. It's like so an it easy works. way to be like, does it work, right? Yeah, the, the power couple mechanic for anyone that hasn't gotten to play around with this um, is that, or if you're watching in the future and uh, don't remember how it's implemented, it's an on-reveal and you have two cards that well, each not have this... But it functions as an on-reveal. Yeah, but it gets underneath Cosmo, like Leech. Yes. But like once once one card is played, it will buff the other card by a certain amount wherever that card is. And then when that card is played, it will buff the other part of the couple. Duplicates do not re-trigger. And then if that one side of the couple is destroyed or removed for any reason, as long as it was played, the buff is still applied to the other half of the couple. Right. Um, and, of course, the other way they're testing it, uh, testing the waters, is public reception. Like, how do the players like it kind of thing. Do you do you think with some of these, like, they are buffing cards that are truly bottom feeders? Are they just trying to see, like, hey, does Captain America just need two more power? Because <laughs> he <laughs> right. kind of does. But at two more power, he feels fine. Like, honestly, this Agent 13, Captain America, that can just stay by my book. Yeah. Uh, so here's the uh, list of all of them. Um, it's Angela, Sarah, get plus one, Black Panther, Nakia, get plus one, Cap America, Agent 13, plus two, Gambit Rogue, plus two. Never uh, seen that one. Viz and Fantastic, plus two. See that Iron one a Man lot. Rescue, plus one. Miles Morales, Ghost Spider, plus one. Have not seen that one at nope. all, by the way. Nope. Uh, She-Hulk, Daredevil, plus two. Seen that one a lot. Star Wars, yeah. Gamora, that one's easy, plus one. And Vision, Scarlet Witch, plus one. I've seen pretty much all of these except for Miles and... And the Black Panther one. Yeah, I've not played with the Black Panther one either. So even in the deck, like I played a deck that was all in on these and I didn't play with a couple of these and I haven't really gone back for them. I wish, I kind of wish they had gone harder on this. The plus one is just so meh on cards that are not great and cards that don't naturally synergize together. Now you can argue on some of these uh, that they do have synergy or that they weren't that bad, but they, they are rarely ever getting played, let alone played together. And so then the plus one is just like still not enough. Like Miles Morales goes by to like move is stop trying to make move happen. Right. <laughs> they like, could have gone so much harder here. Black Panther would have been a better one if Nakia and Shuri's abilities were switched. Because of course they're not going to put Shuri because that's the sister for a power couple event. But if Nakia had Shuri's ability and Shuri had Nakia's, then you would just choose like that and it'd be way better like because then it curves into it because like at least rescue iron man goes four into five right yeah and nakia black panther it's there's like there's a stop gap and i say they like vision I, stuff like that and Scar- yeah. and gamora stuff but at least star Wars and gamora do the same thing so you can right. have synergy uh, so in the deck one of the tough things here is that any couple with a very expensive card on one side makes it really hard to get the buff to work together, especially if you're trying to bring mm-hmm. multiple synergies together. Um, you have so many competing five costs. Like the Angela Sarah is one that plays very naturally. And then the Captain America Agent 13 is the one that's felt the best because they're both cheap and the buff is plus two. <laughs> so that right. brought these cards that were just on the fringe anyway into being good stat lines and cheap enough that you can work the buff on their stat lines in pretty effectively. I mean, just and playing Agent 13 into Captain America on three, and you have 10 power on that board because Captain America is giving the buff to Agent 13 there. Yeah. It feels amazing. Well, as far as um, 
the way the mechanic is, and like I was saying, I think they're testing the waters to kind of introduce a new mechanic. Yes. I have a way that they can bring it to the game to where it works because let's look at Cole as an example. We'll talk about Cole and our experience with him in a second, but when he was originally okay. data mined, he said he needed to be played with an infinity stone instead, right. not a one cost. Yep. And they made the correct choice of changing that because if they release him as that, it's more flavorful. It's more interesting. I, I agree with that, but you're telling your consumers, your player base, you got to buy Thanos and you got to buy Cole, which maybe in this week when they're both in the same spotlight is manageable. But outside of that, you're now saying you have to handcuff them together for every spotlight you have. And then like, as far as tokens are concerned, well, you, no one's ever going to buy one or the other. Well, they buy Thanos. No one's ever going to buy Cole if they don't have Thanos yet. What I mean by that, right? Yeah, exactly. You get Cole and you don't have Thanos and he's actually unplayable. Like that's, that's crazy. Right. So they, they couldn't do that. Um, and that's that's what that's the same thing with this idea. They can't release multiple cards tied together, just like Cole and Thanos would have been, to have this power couple type of mechanic. What they can do, however, is release one card that when it's put into your deck, maybe something similar to Thanos and Haivo, they split and become two cards, and now you have a thirteen card deck. Oh, fascinating. And so they would they release a single, so it way. would be almost, or also like a snow guard, right? Exactly. Or like an earlier version of snow guard. But if you include this card at the start of the game, you will add the couple side into right. your deck. That would be really interesting. I thought you were so, going to go high evolutionary and just say that it turns on power couple synergies. Oh, I mean, that could thing. work too. Because what I was thinking of is, say, X-Men. We have okay. most of, if not all, the X-Men team. They have little to no synergies together, but they are, lore-wise, a very cohesive unit. You release a leader card that then activates power couple synergy for all x-men and then they all get you know a whatever buff you think is appropriate for being able mm -hmm. to play multiples and then you're taking a deck that has some very interesting effects but not necessarily synergy together and you give them synergy together right and then you have the x-men as a deck right yeah, or yeah the avengers it that that feels like um like uh like Marvel Ultimate Alliance, if you would actually yeah. have like a, the correct team together and it'd be like Avengers and it's like you yeah. get plus 15 crit damage or you got plus like, you know, extra, like just whatever, you know, rate of picking up shit uh, if you had a certain team together. So that right. that, that could be interesting. Um, but yeah, I, I think, but I think the most natural way is probably having a card spawn and then split. Now they could do it two ways. They could have it split like a Haivo or like Thanos kind of thing where like it, kind of like spawns it and it yep. be, and it spawns the other copy the other option is this it's one card but the second you add it to your deck it takes up two slots that one's a little Ooh. that i think that one's cleaner amazing that one's a bit cleaner i think in terms of like the deck building idea and stuff and you're still at 12 but it'll maybe a little bit more of a difficulty to implement in game i don't know how that i think the first one's easier to implement the second one seems well, a bit if... weirder what if it doesn't have to take up two slots? What if it is you find a way that you sell the card so that you only have to buy one card, but you well, get that's two? That's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So you find a way that for a single purchase of 6,000 tokens, you get two cards and they have a power couple. Oh, okay. Tag. I got you. Yeah. And then you can choose to play them individually, albeit obviously worse. Um, but you could also just play them together. And then the rest of the deck builder and user interface would just stay streamlined. I think. 
I think from their perspective, though, as much as I would like it to be the second or third options that we've stated, I think the first one is the most natural and makes the most sense from a game mechanic perspective because the other two might be just confusing to players. Yeah. Because if you tell them you can go buy this card and it gives you two cards, that might be weird for people to understand. Whereas if you just tell them at the start of the game on this card text, it like a copy of this card is shuffled in and then you have the next thing of when either one are played, the other one gets plus whatever right? Yep. yep. That one is a bit easier and more palatable for people because you have cards that do that kind of in Thanos and Haivo. There's a, there's a building block, you know? Right. But that's Something what I that's... think. That's, that's what I, that's what I would expect from them to like, you know, implement a card like that. That's what makes sense in my brain. I don't think there's really any other way to do it. That makes it both make sense flavorfully as well as commercially, <laughs> I guess, and how you sell it. But I don't know. What is your uh, character choice then? And remember, it doesn't have to have a romantic theme. It right, can't right, just right. be uh, any kind was... of super duality. Like, is it going to be um, Wanda's kids? Uh, Could they be released as this there's, kind of there's power Wicca up each other? Yeah. And uh, Speed is the other guy, right? Yeah, that's what I, that's, that was my initial thought. There's also really? North Star. We're on, we've mind melted. We are on the same page there. There's also North Star, I think, is their name. And something else? Oh, fuck. What is it called? Um, also, it could be twins. Uh, yeah. Outside of that, uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure. Aren't they twins? Aren't the, aren't the kids twins? Yes. Okay. Because Marvel loves the cliche of they, like, they Wanda do. was a twin, so she had twins. It's like, it's perpetuating. I mean, there was, a, there was a story that went around, like when I was in high school, I feel like. There was a, a twins, like, like twin brothers and twin sisters. They married... Yeah. each other's siblings right. and they all had twins born and then so genetically like, their kids would be they're officially cousins they're they're legally cousins but they're genetically siblings right is right. the idea because they yeah, were like and i'm yeah. just like this is because all like all the twins <laughs> looked exactly the same too so i'm just like this is the worst experience ever how do you know who's who and i'm sorry you don't side note for those no. of you that are parents or like or, or like anyone that's a parent to two twins and mm-hmm. they're like I can absolutely tell them like perfectly apart when they're infants I doubt it. I'm sorry. I just kind of doubt it. I feel like You just think you think that people get mixed up uh, at one point the name I, I changes think, I over. I think once you reach a certain age then and you start to be able to speak for yourself and you say yeah. I'm this person, I'm this person, uh-huh. then you're definitively those people. But maybe sure. It swapped a few times along the way. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I don't think it's very. Oh man! Like I, I, I find it hard, unless it's a, also, a like you know. Uh, shout a out boy to the and parents, and I've met plenty of them. I have no idea how this happens, but twins that are named similarly, it's like really all. Aiden and Braden. Name, you're like didn't have the creativity to come up with a different name. You're like just a different vowel sound within the same right. name. Like that's gonna be terrible. Or just put a. It's would have just put a different letter in front. Yeah, that one. Tim and Tom, baby. Let's do man. that. <laughs> so stupid we do know i mean if they implement like what i said earlier of like an avengers or an x-men mm-hmm. power couple tag that could be just like outside of normal card releases and i think it would be fascinating if they try and implement this through a normal card release avenue we're looking at at least three or four months out at this point because of the data mines that we've seen have not hinted at this at all so it could even be i don't tied to the new game mode 
they're talking about trying to oh, theory craft yeah, by yeah, the yeah. end of the year. There could be a separate mode that really capitalizes on lore-friendly team synergies, and oh, that be becomes great. just its own thing. We don't know. I Let like us know in the that. comments what you might be most responsive to, and we can try and ampl signal amplify up to the devs because the devs have been very responsive to the community. Maybe this is something where we can shape a little bit of snap. Well, before we go on to our big portion of the show, let's Power talk ranking. about... Yeah, we're going to be ranking some cards, by the way. We alluded to this last week uh, when I was saying, um, I believe Omega Red is now number nine and miss marvel is probably number 10 uh yep. for top 10 we're gonna go do the top 10 after this but we've also just decided you know what let's take it one step further let's do a tier list of all the cards now today we will be starting with starter one and two as far as the series go yep and we'll do those and then you'll watch this tier list grow and grow next week we'll do series three and the week after we'll do series four and five and then we'll and then probably yeah, imagine we'll have to do greatest hits to put the best the S tiers against each other. Yeah, we'll we'll have to once it's all said and done. To, please don't yell at us about order within the tiers as we go. We'll do that probably the last episode that we're doing this. So probably yeah. the third one uh, or fourth. What one. is the creme of the crust? Right. Yeah. And like is Call Obsidian the creme of the crust? I think he's been great. He has been great. He has a lot more homes than you would think. Um, then just beyond, does he go in Thanos and does he go in Zoo? I've played him in decks that like, here, here's my thing. Just like Zabu, where I say you typically want minimum three four drops to make the most use of Zabu. I think you yeah. want minimum three one drops to make him as consistent as possible. Um, of, of course, if you can play a deck with more than that, that's fantastic. But I right. think if you just have a deck that naturally plays three one drops and you just kind of, the deck does whatever it wants from there that's enough it doesn't have to be a zoo deck like just yeah. like i was playing just nebula um uh zero and uh electra in a deck with zabu that was running atuma this card um and like some uh, some other like shang chi and like super giant kind of thing yeah i was gonna right? say like nebula when you want to play armor anyway with call is uh, perfect that's just like lock right. that lane up baby for very cheap Ooh, and another one I did, and it was a cool idea, and I loved it. Um, some need some more fine tuning, right? But you know what's another deck that wants to run three one drops? Uh, I mean, high evolutionary is this exactly? So that's what I did. Yeah. I did high evo, but I did the the a bomb version yep. with she Hulk faster. and Scar instead of Big Hulk and Daredevil. Uh, we did not do Daredevil. Uh, um, plus two, baby. Plus couple. two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we didn't do the power couple, um, but it worked really well. Um, yeah. Now, I, I felt like maybe Scar was a bit too much gravy on top kind of thing. You know, like it was, uh, it worked sometimes. Uh, other times I was like, I'm just not playing the Scar. Like it, it was really hard to get the nuts where you can get like all of them down in a game. Like a, like all the all the big ones, Cole, A-Bomb, She-Hulk, Scar. It's really hard to get all four down. Yeah, but if you can get two of them down consistently, which Scar was, I think I think Scar is relevant enough in the deck because if you get Cole sitting down on four, then you can get Scar down on five, and then 
you know, you can have a bomb or whatever. Uh, it just fit. It worked great. It did Luke Cage hazmat stuff too. Had the thing in it. It was, it was focusing on like the affliction style of it. It felt pretty good. It's not quite there to have to play with it. Maybe scars, not the play. And you just do one other lower cost thing to really help with that affliction idea. Uh, but otherwise I, I was very pleased with the, uh, with the results. Just cross your fingers. Mobius is not real. He can't hurt you. <laughs> right. Yeah. We've gotten hosed by Mobius a few times uh, trying yeah. that on stream. Uh, it happens, but I mean, Black Swan suffers the same thing. No, yeah, she definitely does. I think that Mobius is in a pretty, he's, in, he's hit a sweet spot now after having right. been just everywhere. Now he's in a good spot. So, because there's and a I genuine think, cost to playing him because you lose tempo uh, as a 3 yeah. 3. I've been thinking about Cull, and I'm like, he's in very much a sweet spot as well. Like, I, I definitely don't think he needs a buff. If anything, it's a nerf. I wish he was a nerf. Nine. A card like this. The nine, does it make it better, though? Aren't you on the side of nines better than ten? I am. Yeah. 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 If, it, if it could be a nine and be a, avoid the Shang, it makes it incredibly effective, though it does lose the synergy with Scar then. Um, right. So you have a little bit more trade-off now than before Scar existed. Before Scar existed, it was like just a blanket, obviously, is better as nine. Um, if it came all the way down to eight, are you unhappy? Uh, well, at that point, it's directly competing with crossbones, and I would still argue it's certainly better than crossbones. Yeah. Now, it's also let me kind ask of you this: directly competing with gladiator or zero uh, plus gladiator together? You know? No, gladiator being a three cost will make him by default better than Cole, even though Cole like the costs are two different things. One, you need right. Cole to be able to be played alongside a one drop either the same turn or have a one drop already established, and you have what to if... play it in that lane. What if they took away the same turn thing? Then he's significantly worse. The yes, amount of times, but is he still playable? He's still playable, but the idea of like my my thing of like having a minimum of three, I think yep. no longer is functional because three lets you see a one drop eventually that game, so you can play him on the turn that you have a one drop, like on five, for example. Yeah, he would definitely only be a zoo card if they took away the staging of a one cost on the same turn. And well, like, I mean, or Thanos or Bounce. I mean, he has, like, those are his core yeah. homes, right? The Bounce has been thriving with him. It's his Bounce junk deck that both KM and Lambie are on is um, running the right. top of the table. And I mean, just having access to Sentry as a 410, this yeah. is a, as a 410, it feels really good. But yeah, I. I I like where he's at now because it gives more opportunity for other homes beyond just the basic ones. I've been trying Minzukula. I've really, really liked Minzukula. Strong guy has actually impressed me, by the way, Minzukula. I have to be honest. Yeah, I've seen that deck. It is. Uh, it pops. But yeah, I, it's, I don't know if it's going to be the next Gladiator-esque type of card, but I'm. it's hard to recommend him, but I also, my gut, my 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 gut to screams and tells me if you pass on him, you might regret it in like a month. No, oh, yeah, like that's, I think that's he's the definitely. Vibe I get from him. I think he's definitely worth it. And the question now I've been posing it to people who ask, like, "Hey, should I get it?" Is like, how much do you love discard? Because <laughs> discard's getting two new toys in a row. If you really love discard and you got to get those, get them. Avoid here so that you save on your budget because budgets are getting really strained right now. If uh, you don't care too much about discard, you see that as a little more niche, then definitely take Cull. 
because you want him take a break and then we got bangers coming out which we reviewed last episode if you guys want to go yep. back and hear uh the data mines they are wild wacky and me and brad both agree that some of them cannot exist in their current states if they do we will lose our minds yeah i would be terrified of the the uh, state of uh, marvel snap if uh like uh was it white widow is mm-hmm. one of them that yeah. one's uh scary but yep. yeah that's cole um hopefully you're able to pick him up and also by the way to, to piggyback on teddy's point about how much you like discard right now with his current stats, his the way he's played, he, he's a four cost, interacts with Zabu well. Um, you can stage the one cost with him on the same turn. It makes him way more flexible in what decks he goes in, where discard decks are just the only ones really playing these other ones. We'll talk about Corvus next week, and I've already said I think he's a good ramp deck with like Hell as a top end, but otherwise... Yeah, I was going to ask, is it Corvus next week or is it Proxima? It's Corvus, Corvus right? Proxima yeah. is the week after. So, all right, moving on. Now, Teddy, if you could be so kind, because, of course, there is one list here. Also, let's first off this. S, A, B, C, D, F. Do we think there are any F-tier cards in the game? Let me ask you that first. Is there a single F-tier? Like, F is it's, you need to hit the panic button. It is so bad, it needs a rework, it needs a buff, it needs anything. It is un unplayable. It's very, very few. I think that the developers have done a pretty good job of keeping almost every card functional, at least in some world, especially with some of the revivals recently of um, High Evolutionary, breathing right. your life into a whole suite of cards. You've got some <laughs> that I'm going to probably lobby to be that low but i imagine we're going to see a lot of c and d well as you should be but um, a a good game should have the it should be a bell curve right yeah the least amount here least amount here and then it kind of uh you know it has a nice shape to it so teddy's gonna be the kind person here and he's because this is the only list i could find that had all the cards up to date with their current stats except for gambit i see as a three three one not a three uh three three Electra's a one, one, not a one, two, but we will be able to correct that as we go. Yeah. Um, we'll be able to make note of that. But it has at least the entire thing all the way up to Super Giant, even Proxima Man. and Corvus, which we will just say. Uh, Snap catalog getting kind of heavy, guys. It's looking like a real card game, baby. Right. So, like I said, we're starting with the starter series one and two for this episode, and we're saving three for next week, and the week after is four and five, and then. The next episode after that, we will organize our top 10. So, Teddy, what is the first card in the starter pile? Whatever. Well, if we want to go alphabetical, we can go with A-bomb. Is there any organization in what you're looking at in front of you? It's alphabetical, but hold on. Where's, where's Abomination? I don't, I don't see my man. You got Agent 13 there. We could definitely go with yeah, her. Yeah, but then... There's Agatha down here. Ooh, they, oh, I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. Bottom, down, down, down. <laughs> this is going to be, yep, there we go. By Warpath. And oh, my Nebula. God. I can't see it. <laughs> yep, by Zero and Zabu. A-bomb. Zero and Zabu. They oh. went to the Zs, and then they started over for no reason. <laughs> yeah. Why? I love it. I gotta, all right. Hold on. I got to scroll this guy all the way up. Jesus. All, All right. right, so A-Bomb, 5-9 Vanilla. I think we can only talk about him with incorporating the impact of High Evolutionary. Um, that My being gut said, says this in the High Evo deck. 
nah, push it down to B. I actually like the other version of Haivo a little bit better, and I'm not the biggest Haivo believer. What do you push too hard on A, or do you think B is? No, I, I think you might be right. Uh, my my thinking is like just because he could potentially be a one or a two nine or even sometimes a zero nine. Yeah, th- that's his ceiling awesome. is very good. And again, um, we've said nine better than ten. Nine is better than ten in the sense of Dodgers against Shang Chi and stuff. Uh, but I I do I will say. If I were to rank Haivo as a deck in these tiers, I'd say Haivo, just basic, like She-Hulk, like Infinite, Big Hulk with like magic and stuff, that's A tier. Yeah. And then the version A-bomb goes in is B tier. Yeah. So I will concede B tier and for that reason. Yeah. And he's definitely the capstone of that version of the deck. And its value really comes from the potential surprise factor that people don't see it nearly as much. Right. And with some more unique adaptations here not many people run luke cage you can abuse that let's go into agent 13 we unfortunately cannot talk about her with the uh, valentine's day pairing um she used to be a very desirable agent now i would say she's d yeah i did not see this card yeah i think she should be a one three um i think uh She's because it's completely random. Maria Hill yeah. giving you a guaranteed two two uh, a two cost to play the next turn if you play her on one justifies in my mind a one two. Yep. This should be a one three because you could get something really bad. You could get a you destroyer when you really have no way of turning it off or whatever. I've been um, playing this get, card because of the the power couple, and I'm right. like, man, this is not <laughs> playable at all. Even like a lot of Loki decks have cut this card, so yeah, D feels good to me. You got America Chavez right there, I think. So this uh, is yeah, this is the old version, uh, the two yep, three version. I'm gonna also say D. Ooh, she actually sees more play than Agent Thirteen, incredibly. But yeah, that um, that kind of uh, brood deck did fall off, and I agree. Do, do you think it'd be too good if she was plus three to the top card? Because it's just the top. I think card. it'd be too swingy. Yeah. Okay. That's I don't kind know how you like, balance her. No. It's tough. I mean, you could I think, always... I don't know. I think the effect is just boring on top of that. Yeah, it is. You get into territory of, like, do you make it cascade to, like, hit the top card for this and hit the next card for this, but then you're just a Koye and you want it to be impactful enough. Do you want to show what that card is to the player? So then you get into... You step on Ooh, Howard the Duck's toes. You said cascade, and that makes me think of magic. And yeah. that, a cascade effect in this game would be sick. So cascade and magic, oh. basically, you keep flipping through your cards until you yeah, hit yeah, yeah. whatever. Yep. Um, what if she was destroy the top card of your deck until you reach a six drop, and the six drop hits the battlefield? The six drop gets played. The six drop gets played, but every card, every card in between it, you're destroying. Okay. Well, it, isn't that just crazy busted in Hella? Or like, is it? You know, I mean, any of these decks that you're load not up on the expensive so you don't cards? get to re- reanimate it. No, no. I would thought you were gonna go with a line of like, if you if you play the card, she'll give the buff to the top card. When you play that card, it will give a buff to the top card, and so you can oh, keep no, on no, playing no, that, top decks. That's too convoluted. <laughs> I love it though. It's like uh, I think it'd be really cool. But any, as she is, she's not really cool. We got Angel up there, uh, recently buffed, still really bad. Maybe is this the F? 
This is enough for me. It's just even his really, own archetype really doesn't love him. Okay, I think, I think um, he should he should have an additional thing that says yep. like for each card destroyed when he gets triggered. Like I think he should be a, he should be an end of turn trigger, not an immediate trigger on destroy. So okay. his, his effect should say on, at the end of the uh, end of the turn, yep. if any cards were destroyed this turn, yep. fly out of hand or deck. Get plus one for each card destroyed this turn. Okay, interesting, interesting. So if you so kill like the baby and null. blow up like a shitload of uh, like cards, he sure. can be like he'd have to be a one zero at that point where he flies right. out as yeah, yeah, yeah. a one six one seven. Um, but uh, I mean, at least he'd be. He'd, he'd have a reason to be in your deck and then you don't want to play him out for value as like you can't play he, you never play him he's just he's stuck in your hand or stuck in your deck what if he if he was just the destroy analog of meek buff and move per Ooh. destroy because we've seen destroy Maybe. and discard get a lot of analog cards I think it'd be fine and I think it could be fun yeah I can see that I like that. Angela. Angela, 2-2. Two, two, um, I'm flipping between C and B. I think she still has a place and can be good. Like, I think Elsa is very underrated at the moment. Um, Ooh, and, that's a hot take. Right. Uh, I think Elsa is actually a, a B-tier card to kind of get ahead of things. But um, I think because it doesn't see play as much and we're not kind of the power couple thing with Sarah. Yeah. I think I'm inclined to put Angela in C tier. I agree with you. It, it gets elevated to B or even A tier. If Glenn himself is playing it, Glenn has an obsession with Angela guys. I'm telling you, I actually play against him a fair bit on ladder. He's incredible. Uh, but against with everybody else with Angela in their hands, I've not, I, they don't have the same magic. Right. Um, and man, I've been enjoying Ant-Man quite a bit in my zoo deck, but you're going to put all over Angela? Yeah. This, the uh, underplayed alert here? Ant-Man he is solid. far more consistent than Angela. Um, Angela requires cards to be played around her in a sense. Not necessarily, she's not so much of a build around, but you're probably making a mistake if you're not. She's not just a vanilla good card like she was when she was the plus two thing, where you just put her in any deck. And yeah. you just happen to play cards on top of her. Now, because she's plus one, you need to have a reason uh, to have her in your deck, like a Kitty Pride. Ant-Man is just, he's just a one four because it's not hard to fill lanes. And on top of that, when he is in a deck that has synergies with him, like, you know, like a, a Dazzler, um, you know, Valkyrie, stuff like that. Uh, I think those decks are better on average than Angela decks as it stands right now so yeah fair, fair enough i think um it's so hard to talk about one costs in snap because their return of power to cost is so much higher than everything else but you still hit a limit on how many one costs you can fit in the deck and you have to then start comparing him with all these other like real powerhouses with everything that he's going to get compared to on this list i'm, I'm good with him in b let's go I, to I do want to ask first before yep. we continue I think we should probably give a proper explanation of each tier in our minds. Yeah. So people have a, a accurate representation of what we mean by a. So 
I, I think S tier is reserved for probably in need of an adjustment in a like a downswing eventually. Like yeah. old Miss um, Marvel, right? Okay, was an S tier card in my mind. Yes. Um, current Miss Marvel is an A tier card because I don't feel the need to hit it in any way. Um, right. But I, but at the same time. I don't think I want to just reserve that for that type of thing because I would put a Nihilus as an S tier card, but I don't think he needs to be adjusted. Okay. So what's... Maybe what's I the... can clarify a little bit. I say yeah. S tier is universally dominant or okay. situationally... I mean, it can be situationally dominant, but just like a very broad application card and very dominant warps play around itself. Okay. Nihilus is a, is a great example. A tier is either universally good or situationally dominant. It's like one or the other. B tier is like situationally good. C tier is very niche to be good. D tier is do not play. F tier is please revive, resuscitate, <laughs> yeah, rework. Uh, to clarify in C and D, I, I would say C is just like your average cards. Like... You can do well with them, sure. They're fine, whatever. D is one of those things where it's like, this is probably where your budgetary replacements lie. Like, I don't have Maria Hill, so I'm going to play Agent 13 kind of thing, right? Gotcha. I'm not yeah. going to say you're throwing by playing these cards, but you there are clear and obvious replacements and upgrades <laughs> to them. Okay, yeah. There's probably going to be some of these that we pop down there that still, if you play this card, I'll snap against you just because I saw the card. <laughs> Yeah, I we'll think see, we'll bot. see where some of these land. Uh, we'll probably agree on those as well. Okay, hold on. Uh, I'm changing F to. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, you're a bot. That's, I'm snapping. <laughs> that's pretty much. Don't don't play these under no circumstance. If I see if I see Angel, I I snap. <laughs> yeah, actually. Now, what about Apocalypse? If you see Apocalypse, do you snap? <sighs> okay, Apoc. He's been through the ringer. He has, and but this card's getting some love. It is. Meek is fairly good. Yep. Um, and I think in his archetype, because I mean, I think the archetype is consistently B. Yeah. But he's A. Does that make oh, sense? Really? I would have said that he's B and Dracula is A. Okay. Well, yeah, you're right. Okay. You know what? I'll give you that because Dracula is the reason Apoc is 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 very good. You're not yeah. playing him on often. You're okay. Right. But I'll say he's top of B. If yeah. if there's a tippy top of no, B, I think it's sure. Apoc. He's on the brink of being A, in my opinion. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Armor? Armor definitely B or A. With how much um, is out there right now, I think a pretty underrated tech card with also how much Shang is around. I know right. that everybody's trying to run Shang themselves, and so they don't necessarily want to give the armor lane, but it's quite good. I think I would put him there, or her, right. I guess. Yeah. Um, the new Dan Hip one is great. Armor should be A. Make uh, uh, This is weird. Make no mistake about it. Armor should be A because yeah. it should, in on paper, just be a great card for your protection a great offensive card to stop like things like destroy but in practice and the way the games kind of play out and the way you're able to spread out power so efficiently and the way destroy unless they just go like deadpool uh x23 wolverine and they don't do anything until turn three 
uh, and they just way overcommit for a single lane, uh, they're pretty good about overcoming against an armor. Uh, yeah. So I think in practice, she is a B tier. Interesting. And this is to say nothing of the beneficial location interactions of the plethora of destroy right. locations that she does help with. Um, yeah. No, it seems like the snap meta. It's interesting how the hive mind kind of works on almost a handshake of like, I play big cards and Shang, and I expect you to play big cards and Shang as well. So we'll see who drew their big cards and who drew Shang rather right. than go deeper into the tech and counter rabbit hole. So I, yeah, I think it's I, one I'm of those things where it's like, it's getting harder as like these decks get better and better where yeah. Shang feels like a card that you need to make a spot for armor mm. is a card that you like hope you have the, uh, the privilege to have a spot for. Yeah, you have to cut something really good to fit armor in exactly. at this point, which sometimes I do, and I have been. I'll get burned a couple times in a row. Armor's in there, baby. Then I don't play it for a while, and armor's out again. Yeah. Bishop. Uh, Bishop C tier, just basically Angela on a three-bot cost. Like I, don't, I know they're very different right. effects, but that's basically how I see them. Bishop Bishop's weird, because Bishop has the, the ceiling of being able to get really high, uh, and yep. get like be like a three ten three eleven like if like you can make Bishop Shang Chiable, and that's scary. But yep. Shadow King exists. Shadow King's gone down a bit in Does play. He exist? I haven't seen him in a while. He's still played in Sarah <laughs> Control, buddy, and that's a deck okay. that's all over the place. Um, by the way, if you're playing Sarah Control on ladder, I think you should have this girl in that deck as well. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I agree with C. I agree. Bishop feels okay. like again, there's on paper and then there's in practice on paper bishop feels in my heart of hearts like a b-tier card in right. practice you yeah. see yep you're gonna have to go digging for this one blade i'll vamp a little bit and cover because i think blade is a tier this update to be able to hit the rightmost card in your hand is incredible being right. able to target his effect is fantastic and in any version of discard that you're playing is good in Hella, it's good in Black Knight, it's good in APOC um, to be able to just oh, hit the the targets. Quote, oh, there it is, next to Blue Marble. You actually didn't have to fish very hard at all. <laughs> I threw you out of goose chicks. Yeah, you did. I, I didn't I, I'm, see like, it. <laughs> I'm like, he must have not seen Blade. I trust him. <laughs> yeah, do you agree with um, A tier here? Yes, Old Blade was a C tier card. Yeah. New Blade is so integral to Black Knight decks, so integral to discard decks in general, so integral to even Zucula that I've been playing a lot lately. Um it is, like a lot of these decks don't function or at least are not anywhere near as consistent as a Blade. How often do you see Black Knight Blade on turn 2, which is the the great play you should be doing because if you have Black Knight and Blade in hand on one and you're like, "Okay, I don't have a big card in my right hand lane yet." I could draw into infinite right now. Turn two rolls around, you draw infinite. You're like, oh, snap. And it's just, he's so good. Yes, A tier. Agreed. Yep. Blue Marvel. I like, here's the thing is that you're, yeah, I was going to say, chat, uh, you guys are listening to a tier list created by people who play Zoo. (laughs) We like Blue Marvel. Um, But bottom of B. Bottom of B. I don't think he's, He's... I think, okay. We, for those of you who um, aren't in the Patreon, Teddy and I are going to be doing some bonus content episodes of deep dives and deck discussions. Yeah. And one of those we will be talking about will be Thanos. That's going to be the first yep. episode we do. Probably going to be around 30-ish, 40 minutes long. Try to keep it shorter than a normal episode. If it ends up being the same length, then whatever. More content for you, I guess. 
So if you want to hear these kind of things in these extra episodes, join the Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash can't stop snapping. And I do think people are a bit too all in on the lockjaw big stuff blob type of Thanos list. I think the classic play a bunch of stones, have Blue Marvel buff everything, maybe ramp into even Professor X on on four with Psylocke. I think that version's still viable and kind of sneaky good. It's just the blob obsession people had when he came out. They kind of yep. forgot about it. So I mean, honest, yeah, Thanos has got so many different tricks up his sleeve, but yeah, Blue Marvel well, that's is just not a great. About the ongoing version with Spectrum too. Yeah, Blue Marvel is a very good, consistent stat line if you have a low curve deck and if you have anything that's going to spawn multiple tokens. Uh, that kind of board fill puts him at a very efficient uh, cost to production. But then the sneaky wins here are that he can lend power to locations that you fill up early. And having the freedom to fill a location early but then still add power later as needed right. is what can really unlock those decks with some play patterns that people are not able to counter. So that's where I'm going to put him up in B rather than down in C. I know that he's pretty niche, and part of this is my own deck-choosing bias, but I have had great success with my with my Blarvel. I also still run Vanilla Blarvel. I do not have a, a variant yet, Brad. You don't, have an, you don't have a variant at all? Yeah. You didn't even is... get the uh, the zombie one? No, I didn't buy the zombie one. Oh, uh, man. I have the zombies. So I run that. But I have like nice. four other variants. All right. Well, now ta- speaking of a card that I have a killer variant for, but I never play Bucky Barnes, baby. I've got the Midnight Suns. Bucky, the hanged man. He is so hard to fit. Even <sighs> Beast Boy's cutting this guy. This one's so tough because the card itself somehow is good, but it doesn't play in destroy i don't understand whenever i think about it like i don't understand why i'm not running bucky and then i try to run bucky and i'm like yeah i'm gonna cut bucky see i i think he's bottom of c top of d i will yeah. give you c though but he's bottom of c you think if they made him a two seven yeah i think think that'd be good i think enough? he's right on the edge of kind of making destroy just has a full arsenal right they have so um, many cards yeah and the play pattern now is really like you want the bodies that buff themselves or regenerate for venom mm-hmm. not these i destroyed you and then i got rewarded in a different way um saber is gonna come up at some point in here as well it's gonna be in like a tough spot with bucky but i'm pretty good with this cable three four try card from your opponent's deck yeah, once Loki cut Cable, it was like that's it's over. Well, he was no Maybe. longer a two-two. The two-two Cable and Loki specifically was nice. Yeah. I don't hate a three-four Cable. I've liked like he's felt good enough in decks where I've played him, but you're not playing him in Loki anymore. So where are you playing it? I don't. I don't think this is an issue of the body and the effect being a problem. Where maybe he could be a three-five, but I think it's a very strong effect because you're stealing the card. No, I like it's just five, yeah. he doesn't have a home. That's that's why he's D tier. Well, like, it's yeah, it's that Colson eats his lunch because the decks right. that would play him want card generation, and Colson does double card generation. If Cable could take two, maybe you have to bring his power way down. But yeah, he then, has like a three one. Then we're talking, right? I can play either Colson for power and two random cards, or I can play Cable for no power but your cards, and Mill then becomes like at least something. What so, if he was a he is, uh, what if he was a five cost 
and he said, uh, not the top card, but the highest cost card in your opponent's deck. Oh, so it's like a, wouldn't it be like a white queen, but you take it from the deck instead of a copy from their hand? Yeah, and you steal it. Yeah. So they don't have That'd be it. Pretty sick. And that's their turn six play potentially. I was gonna say, what if he was uh what if he was a five cost and then he just like I don't know, took their whole deck or something at <laughs> yeah. that point. Sure. Right? Fuck like, it. Don't give it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. He's tough he's rough in a rough spot now. Captain America also in a rough spot if he doesn't have the power couple tag. Oh, three God. three. Especially after they buffed Punisher, it's like why would you ever play this boy? <sighs> I, I was playing a little bit of Punisher for a brief moment. After Gladiator burned me one too many times, I started playing Punisher because his stat line, it was in a meta where everybody was filling locations anyway. And right. So it was like, for one point less, I get never burned on pulling cards that hurt me. I uh, go D. Like yeah, because like, again, I wish I could put him C, but then you compare to what the rest of C is so far, and it's hard to like, I think he's better than everything else in D so far. Um, yeah, but he still never gets played. I'd, I'd maybe put Chavez above Agent 13. Yeah, 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 for sure. But yeah, whatever. Carnage. Uh, Gotta go B tier here, I think. Yeah, he's he's probably like right behind APOC, I think, in B tier. Yeah. Because he's it- like... He's fine, and you're happy to play him and destroy, and you you do it out of, ne- uh, out of uh, necessity, essentially, right? Um, yep. But you're sometimes sad that you don't have the Venom instead, you know? Oh, yeah. The, the update to Venom making him a 3-3 instead of that 3-1 is like, ooh, I really just wanted Venom instead. Right. Cloak. Remember when Cloak would get played <laughs> just for the stat line, Brad? <laughs> I do remember how far we've come. It was like, and then you include Cloak because he's a 2-4. And now it's like, you never play Cloak. Is Ugh. this too harsh? No. Move is in a bad spot. I think it's the fact that it's symmetrical that hurts him. If he was asymmetrical mm-hmm. and it was only for you, the move player, it because like letting my opponent move, it's like, yeah, in certain scenarios... I'm going to move like, you know, either like a human torch or like a dagger. And it's like it, the power up what I'm going to put there is going to be massive. But I'm telegraphing yeah, when, like, where Craven they're going to go. Is there, right? When, when Craven right. is a dissuading factor for the cloak, that's kind of what you need. Otherwise, especially because Doctor Strange got cheaper, you that's move on command. That's move that same right. turn he's You're played with. Cloak is a it. turn delayed. And I think that's what, to me, really holds him back even more so than being symmetrical. The fact that it's a, it's a turn later that you get to make these move combos. Yep. Talking about moving Murphy, so. or not moving. Man, my segues are going to get worse, guys. I'm sorry. Colossus, 2-3. Cannot be destroyed, moved, or have his power reduced. He's just like... I think I like him more than Agent yeah. 13. <laughs> wow. Wow, wow, wow. Going deep Because at least yeah, I can play fair. him on, on like Death's Domain, and I'm like, cool. Look at that. Yeah, it's for some specific hot locations, he'll hop into the deck and then right back out. How would you fix Colossus? Because I think his ability is good. His ability this is actually is... really good, but it's just yeah. the body is so unimpactful. His the the, the his peers at, at two costs are just like for the stats that he's providing. You could just have Jeff do the same thing he's going to do. The only difference is I have to play Jeff in advance. Um, but then on top of that, Jeff gets into no, that's, other locations like Sanctum where he doesn't. That's literally what it has to be is he has to, he is Jeff. 
but in an inverse of ability, he has to be playable everywhere. Right. If if he had that, he can't be moved, whereas Jeff can move. That's like the coin side of the coin. Do you want the flexibility of the move from Jeff or do you want the invincibility of Colossus? And you could pick there. And that's the only thing. And it would be a huge change. I right? think he should be like a five or like a four or five. That's way too good. It's also a case of some of these cards are just not meant to be good. They're meant for You're players right. to move on. And Colossus is unfortunately one of them, especially for fans of him as a character, which, yeah, how it happened. And maybe this is a chance where a power couple tag could revitalize him later. That could be the other thing, is you tack on an additional ability with a new synergy in the future. So some of these cards that are at the bottom, maybe they don't change. Maybe just something in the game changes around them to elevate them. Cosmo and Evergreen, in some metas, would have been S-tier. And as somehow, without being changed himself, I think has dropped all the way down to B. You going A? I have him in C. Do you have a no way? Top okay, you can't C. put you cannot put Cosmo in C tier. You have to at least put Cosmo in B tier. The the good doggo, you're not doing this to I boy. love Cosmo. I love uh, Cosmo. You no, you're not showing it, Brad. Hold on. I love Cosmo. I've been playing him a lot lately in a lot yep. of different decks. Uh, I've because I've been trying out a lot of destroyer decks. And of course, Cosmo is a great, great boy with destroyer. And a lot of games That's your problem. with with destroyer armor. I won a lot of games not from playing destroyer in my cards, just from yep. denying my opponent on reveals or yes. armor for whatever. Thank you. With that being said. I think the game of Snap is starting to move a bit beyond Cosmo in the sense that him being a 3-3 three, three is what hurts him. I think he I think it's time for a two-cost Cosmo. Because look, Cosmo's not a global effect. Cosmo's not a global effect. Right. So theoretically it doesn't need to be tied to a 3-3. Three, three. Also, a global effect Cosmo would be broken. That'd be horrible. Yeah, no, for the please game. never, 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 never. <laughs> But a two-cost Cosmo puts it in line with armor, three, like a like a single single lane kind of thing. Yeah, I think it. We're at that point. Like again, wild. Even with even with Hella everywhere, even mm-hmm. with destroy everywhere, I never sit there and go like it's time to bring out the Cosmo. I just think I'd rather bring out Shadow King or Shang Chi just to deal Mobius. with what they That's do the thing, or you mobius. Could just play another like control three three yeah mobius is people seem to cause yeah. me to snipe the correct lane and they can just play the honor reveal in a different lane right and three is such a hard point to be able to like you know three is you know it's early uh enough to where you might miss and they haven't established their wong yet for example um, but then holding him late to be able to snipe the wong and wait for where they play it the three makes that awkward a two would fix that idea a lot. It it you it makes you the it makes you establish a two, a, a lane early of like you can't do on reveals here, and I'll force you to pigeonhole over there, or you can hold it and snipe a card later. Um, I I think it's time for Cosmo to be a two too. Wow. All right. I will entertain that Cosmo could be buffed and it could be good, but let it be noted that I would rather see him in B tier. <laughs> 
Cyclops. Three, four. Let's move, X-Men. Remember when the only time you would see him is when you typed move in the game and then he would randomly <laughs> appear because of his flavor text? Right. Now, he's actually very good with high evolutionary. I mean, you got to go A tier. Now, this yeah, is, I of think, course, with uh, the caveat, has I, to be with um, yes. high evolutionary. It's that version of the card. Um, if you're playing him without, don't. Have you considered not? Uh, agreed. He's not good in Patriot. Uh, he's nope, not good he's on not his good own. Surfer. Or Surfer. Uh, I played him for the briefest moment when Surfer was so broken that you could play Patriot Surfer together, and that was that was brilliant. Right. Yeah. The deck was so straightforward. I mean, you still Eddie could, White but the the smashing. reason you would now is doing the Iron Lad, uh, Brood, Absman stuff with Forge. Yeah. Not yep. him. And you'd still stay away from. Stay away from the Cyclops. Deathlock. Right. Three, five. I'm going to destroy your other cards here. Deathlock been a little bit of a uh, resurgence, I must say. Um, little renaissance for him, putting him up there with Carnage. Yeah, I think Same worse tier, than Carnage. but lower down. Yeah. That's, that's fair. Because I think Carnage, I mean, Carnage has the ceiling. Again, it's a two cost, easier to weave in the stuff. Um, yeah. It's really good on curve uh, as well. So is Deathlock, of course. That's why it's in B tier. But I'll put it this way. If that Venom change that they tease where Venom becomes a 4 or 5 happens, Deathlock might be right next to Carnage or even above Carnage because now he's the definitive three-cost destroy, but he's competing with Venom. If I have a hand with That's Venom the thing and Deathlock is that in my hand... Venom change feels like I feel the same about Venom as I did before the change. Now, obviously, no, 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 you you're, bring you're Deathlock right. even way more in with Nimrod tricks, but... Yeah, it's the curve is very straightforward. Right. But again, because Deathlog is competing directly with Venom, makes him yeah. feel worse in that sense because oh, yeah, you're yeah. always choosing yes. Venom over that. Yes. And there are certain times where if even on three and you have Carnage and Deathlock in hand, you might be playing the Carnage with a one drop or something instead because oh, yeah. you want to keep that Deadpool going or establish the X-23 to make a better turn four. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, you play the Deadpool, you eat him, and then the next turn you play Deadpool and Deathlock, and then right. you play bigger Deadpool and Venom, and then you win the game because you're Destroyer. Destroyer is allowed to do this while nobody else is. Anyway, Devil Dinosaur, 5-3, one of the most changed cards in all of Snap, still reigning supreme. Oops. I mean, you got to go... Do you go B tier or do you put him up in A? He's in some of the very best decks, right? He's in Loki. He's in Thanos, like the most meta versions. But he's so vulnerable to control that he himself doesn't feel like the best. He's like the plan B for both of those decks. Correct. But he's one of the best plan Bs in the entire game. <laughs> True. His stat line is insane, guys. What he's able to do for five cost and then let like, quote unquote, no downside to you. If you're looking at, you know, like Doc Ock 510, but you're pulling cards, you're looking at these other cards that are barely I, over I mean, exchange, but yeah. You're telling your opponent, like, honestly, if you play Devil Dino on five, you're kind of just ignoring that lane most likely for the, for the, for that, uh, that final turn. And you're like, oh, yeah. deal with them. I'll go yeah. over here. Right. You play your Shang and I'll play my power cards elsewhere. Yeah. Doctor Strange, two, three. He's just he's like a good move card. The problem is that move is so bad, he's also bad. <laughs> and yeah. the fact that he only moves the highest power card, I always thought that I'd be so big brain that I might be able to play some funky dodges of the Shang. That's never panned out for me. So I think C is totally fair for him. I mean, I'm trying to think of comparatively, right? Because um, yeah. you look at Cloak, 
I, I do think Hulk is better than the cards behind him in D tier, but I don't think Doctor Strange is on the same level as Cloak. I think it's a yeah, step above. Him. Yeah, for sure. I have seen like that. Um, it's basically the the Phoenix Force deck. That's, it makes some good use of Doctor Strange. Right. I've seen some very clever like move out of armor or Cosmo restrict and it's like a get out of jail card to still let them hit their combos so he's got some applications and can be quite fun also very fun animation i do like the idea that wong should be his ability and his ability should be wong but anyway domino also two three is this our next you're a bot i'm snapping it is the card that i snap when i see it so i think it is it's down better there. than angel no yeah, so, that's, true. that's true but i still snap as soon as i see it right yeah all right Ebony well, Maw, I don't, I don't think I don't think you can change this card much. No, it's locked. At what it is, uh, Ebony Maw. It's it's not in the same realm as D tier, but it's not much better. No, so I think C is fine. Remember, guys, we're we are filthy zoo players. We love these cards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we're probably going to give it more love than some other rankers would. But well, again, um, comparatively, Ebony Maw to like what D tier is showing, I can at least play Ebony Maw in ramp. For example, I like him in ramp. Turn one Ebony Maw, and then I can even turn to Jeff on that lane. And say here's ten power, and then I can you know do my ramp stuff with Electro. I can do like you know Zola stuff to send stuff into that lane later. Doctor Doom, of course. Doctor Doom into yeah. Odin. So like. I think he's perfectly fine in those, uh, but he's not. He, he gets cut pretty easily from those lists, and if that's the best place he can be played, besides, I mean, even sometimes like Shuri doesn't play him, and Sauron is the best card for him, and Zero is yeah. great for him. The problem is the fact that Zero can't get around his after turn three thing. Yeah, just only kills Sauron. it. Yeah, so. Yeah. He is a, a card that you play as a great replacement for cards you might be missing, but he's one of the first cuts. So, yeah, fair enough. And now the card that's the bane of his existence, Electra. No, who cares? Everybody in the community <laughs> would care. Electra one two kills uh, a one cost. How high up do you put the Electra? You were just saying you really like her. That's all right. Brad's going generous on this one. <laughs> I think she's still C tier, but yeah, what's your you're argument? right. She's C tier. I, okay. I want I want to see if I can get away with it. She's underneath Cosmo. Cosmo's more uh, applications, yeah. um, but honestly, I will put her above Bishop and Angela uh, because of how the no, yeah, is yeah. right now. Sniping yeah, see... anything from Hyevo, sniping Black Knight, um, yep. and for those of you that say, but Killmonger, but Killmonger, you can get this down faster than Killmonger, and there are the times where Kyra comes down, armor comes down, and you're like, yeah, wow, Killmonger that's, makes that's me sad. That's the thing, is that you get it faster than the armor or the Kyra if you need it, potentially, you know? And it, right. so if your meta pocket is a lot of Black Knight or High Evo, the Electra is a good thing to go to. Enchantress, yeah. four or five, whew, so hard to rank Top with how much. B? Yeah. I think I don't think she's quite A tier. Um, no, her counterpart in Shang Chi is going to be. Oh man, S. man, is he S? Yeah, yeah. The thing is, her counterpart in Rogue yeah. is yeah, yeah. where C. Her counterpart in Rogue is lower. Ooh. Yes, 
because I flip Rogue, those quite often because I like the cheaper cards actually. I mean, I, I play Zabu every time I play Enchantress. I almost never yeah. play her without a Zabu in the deck, okay. or especially a gotcha. Sarah Control. You're playing Zabu and Sarah. A two cost Enchantress yep. feels really good, especially when you're pop, pop, when you uh, don't have priority. Your your opponent flips up a Null, for example, against Destroy. Yeah, Enchantress the Null. You Shang Chi the Venom. You Shadow King the Deadpool, and you're just like, <laughs> I gotcha. So yeah, top of beat. All right, Forge. 1-1 one, one on reveal. Give the next card you play plus two power. I mean, this guy is... Is he S or is he A? He's A. Okay. I don't think he's quite... I mean, he's so close to being S. He's so close he's to being such, the first S card. He's such a catalyst for the biggest high roll decks. He's very yeah. close to S. He's not the reason you play these decks, though. He is just a symptom of how he, good though? they are. <laughs> he's in bounce. He's in destroy. He's yeah, in but Phoenix if you, if, Force, okay, like if, the if Forge is... didn't exist, Bounce and Destroy would still exist. You don't just stop playing the decks. Yes, but he's like the reason that they're cutting other synergistic You're cards. But I, I, I hear you. I hear you. A tier. All right, Gamora with the beautiful Conquest variant this season. Five seven on reveal. If your opponent played a card here this turn, plus five power. Man, hard to rank this girl. She's either, I mean, because like when she feels good, she feels good. But when you miss, she doesn't feel good. When there's a Cosmo there, she doesn't feel good. When you don't have priority and there's an Eliath potentially coming down, because she's just as often a six drop as she is a five drop if she's in your deck. So I think for those reasons, I probably put her like in the middle of C. Yeah. Are you on the train of um, Spider-Woman Strictly Better? Yeah, because I don't care about like, okay, Gamora, I care about like them playing a card and being able to snipe it. I just care about with with Spider-Woman, there are cards there. Right. So... I would, yeah, I would say that because also okay. the swing and power at their ceiling is the same. Spider Woman yes. is also a five twelve. Yes, and that's actually actually that's not even on her ceiling. Um, well, I guess they're the same if they both hit like Carmitage or Wong. So, yeah, yeah. And then we've got Garut, three four on reveal. If your opponent played a card here this turn, plus two power. This guy's the D tier, or is he all the way at bot? He's D tier. Snap on Groot. Mm-hmm. I kind of snap on Groot, honestly. I I think I would put all the, the guardians the... towards the bottom of D. Like I I yeah. I think there's look fair enough. We've seen W do well with the guardians deck before. Um, he ends up kind of cutting all the guardians after he plays with them first, and then you just suck with Gamora, and that's like maybe Star Wars as well but i think all the guardians should get one more power on the ability or on the base i don't i i don't care okay (laughs) either one either one (laughs) i'm making him a three five with the upside is like pretty good it should probably be on the ability though honestly i mean listen if gladiator is a card what if groot was a three five plus three make him get that three eight i mean it kind of leaned into the heart of snap which is that guessing on the simultaneous turn maybe that's too oppressive and somebody out there is going to say why immediately that's broken but on its face it's like listen they're letting other cards at crazy power levels for the same cost go right hawkeye 
one one on reveal if you play a card at this location next turn plus three power to himself a new uh bounce mainstay i have been very fun do you go b tier or do you go all the way up to a i'm gonna say b i'm gonna say yeah. okay probably his in problem, this area his problem is he's just a little slow for bounce bounce honestly wants to play cards and return them on the same turn now rather than play cards and return them on the next one. Like, old bounce was, like, on this cycle of I'd set up, recall, set up, recall, and now it's, like, play, pop, play, pop, play, pop. Also, um, can I just say, I'm so glad you opened the conversation with B or even A so I don't look like the crazy person because I thought you were oh. going to be, like, C or B, and I was going to be like, B, oh, B, gotcha. I think B. Uh, but you went straight to A, so it made my B feel way more comfortable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I love Hawkeye. I think, he, again, he's a 1-4. There's only two 1-4s in the game, and they're right next to each other. Amen, Hawkeye. Um, they can go in different decks or in the same deck. Uh, I like Hawkeye. I, I, I like him. Uh, okay, one of my favorite plays, which you know this, and that yeah. my Infomaniac deck is Hawkeye into Adam Warlock. And that uh, just no. so often you just draw a card <laughs> and you're happy. You're so uh, happy. And then you just beast, pick him up. I'll make him big somewhere else. Like, I love Hawkeye. I think he's a really, really underrated yeah. card. Um same with Ant-Man. I think these are two of the most underrated one-drops in the entire game that should be played more. Nebula is fantastic. Sunspot is fantastic. Those are great, great, great cards. But Nebula on five feels bad. Hawkeye on five or Ant-Man on five. Yep, I'm okay with it. It's a one-four. Look at that. Yep. Stats are stats. For that, actually, I'm dull. Do I it. think I'm going to have to do this. I think... Oh, fair enough. Just Ant-Man being a play on turn six as an option Yep. where Hawkeye's not, even though the ceiling of Hawkeye with bouncing him and picking him back up and stuff like that, uh, Ant-Man's just a bit more consistent. But next card. Fair. Heimdall, six, nine. On reveal, move your other cards. One location to the left. We've talked at length on this podcast on how you might be able to save Heimdall, Brad wants you to be able to pick which direction the cards go. I want yep. him to be a five cost. Um, he's either D or F. I mean, he's the top of D. Yeah, fair. I, all again, right. Compared to these cards, he's better than all of them because he, he can actually win you nine games. Power stat line. Yeah. No, sure. <laughs> Honestly, his best application is randomly in your deck, and then you just surprise them with the I Heimdall mean, to steal cubes. Like Nick Fury creating Heimdalls will rob eight cube victories all day. I think bottom of C. Wow. Hear me out. Same reason for looking at Doctor Strange comparatively to Cloak. Okay. Right? I don't think Heimdall is... I'm just trying is... to gauge if for people watching me, I'm trying to figure out what the highest rated move card is going to be. Right now it's Doctor Strange. And I'm just trying to figure out if I'm going to agree with it because I played a lot of move back in my day. Uh, Phoenix Force is probably going to be the highest rated move card. <laughs> uh, well, yes. <laughs> it depends on how you categorize that sure, one, but it sure. surely will be. Uh, but I think Heimdall is... I think Heimdall is the epitome of an average card. Yeah. Like, I don't think he's below average. I think he's just average that you probably should not be playing, but I'm not going to hate you for playing him. Yeah. No, for sure. These are all below Hop average. Goblin. Five Hop minus Goblin. eight. Ooh, Hop I'm going to now. B? He's just so niche and situational. But yeah, I'll give it because in his situations, he is dominant. 
I would He's put kind of Green Goblin a little bit. much higher. I would I would argue Green Goblin could be A potentially in the decks that you're playing it. Um, oh, but probably top of B would be yep. Green Goblin when we get there. But Hobgoblin's yep. bottom of B. Hulk. 612. Is this an S? Hulk smash. No, I put him up there with Cyclops, honestly. I, there's so many times where this high evolutionary deck wants to play Hulk on six, but because then they're locked into only adding power on one lane, you're like by default going to overcommit. Mm-hmm. You, the the big brain plays on like how you pilot that deck, understanding your turn six is locked up on this one twenty power is is huge. To play devil's advocate, yep. for potentially arguing for S tier. Okay, I don't think the Haivo deck. When it comes to the magic, you know, uh, infinite She-Hulk thing, yeah, I don't think it's remotely even close to being as good of a deck as it is without Hulk. That is, but you have the infinite She-Hulk, man. You could just play rule three, baby. You can play like the thing, or you could even play a bomb in that uh-huh. deck instead, right? Yeah, but then a bomb is less likely to be cost reductive. But yeah, I guess you could yeah. more confidently weave a turn six play with She Hulk and a bomb. I'm not gonna put him as I do know. I'm I'm okay good. with him right behind Forge. I think Forge's yeah. application is better than Hulk's, um, but just for content purposes, saying yep. my piece for why he could be. Yeah, Hulk Busta. This is the new one. I've been so torn on where to put this guy. Two, three, he still feels really good. Just not quite as swingy as he used to be. What are your feelings, Brad, on on new Hulkbuster? Um, it Do makes, they have old old Hulkbuster? They have the three four. He was a three five, and now he's a two three. It's only really a card that goes in destroy. Like you see it other places, sure, but. Yep. But in Destroy, it is so good. I mean, I would put it along the side of Deathlock. Like, you're happy okay. to play it where it's solid. Yeah. But And also, after consideration, I'm going to put Goblin in C tier. Okay, fair enough. Because looking at Cosmo, looking at Electra, I'm just like, yeah, I think, think that's where he lives. He's yep. a bit overzealous, I would admit. Yeah, Green Goblins B, Hobgoblin C. Iceman, one, two. He used to be the one, two, him and Scorpion punch. Yeah. On reveal, give a card in your opponent's hand, plus one cost, max of six. There he is right next to Human Torch and the Infinite. I'm blind. Um, um, man. He's probably B? Because, okay, yeah. let's compare him to Electra. Is. Let's start with I'm Electra. I'm sorry, guys, I was holding back saying that he's an S-tier card because, I mean... I love, it's I just love sneaky him. how strong he is. I want him in A. I love yeah, gotta I, go B. I, I would kill if he was S. Okay. If he was like Ham, where it showed what he hit S tier. Yeah. No uh, question in my mind. Yes. yes. But because you don't know. Until until you see that swarm get discarded, that's a three. Or you see black cat get discarded, that's, that's a five. That's the worst dang feeling because yeah. then the updates are all free and you're like, my Iceman was for not. Exactly. For not. I all think right. B. Iron Fist. C. Case 
for one of the best move cards? It's got to be just Still like next card. to Doctor Strange. Yeah, he's, he's better than Doctor Strange. He also Strange. has to be under um, Ghost Spider. So, yeah, I, get, I think Ghost Spider is yeah. a B tier card, very bottom of B. Yeah. When we get there, uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Iron Fist is a C tier card. Iron Man five zero ongoing. Your total power is doubled here. I thought Renslayer might show a little bit more resurgence, and you know, with Pixie coming out, who knows what Iron Man's going to do? We're going eight tier. He's an eight tier. You are I, insane. He's I a am card. standing firmly in this. I am firmly what grasping eight tier with Iron Man. Iron Man has stood the test of time, just like Devil Dinosaur. One of the premier five drops in the entire game has incredible archetypes to build around him. Negative, he's an automatic include. Living Tribunals automatic include. If you're trying yeah. to do anything wonky with ongoing stuff in general, he's almost always in them. Sans Thanos, because Thanos has some other things it wants to be doing based on its game plan. Iron Man is one of the most well-balanced cards in the game has one of the most powerful effects in the games. And frankly, Living Tribunal is not a deck without Iron Man. I am standing... No, it's not. It is not even close to being even remotely playable as a deck without this card. He's not as good yeah, as Devil Dino. A... But look at the other cards behind him on B. Yep. In the decks where you play Iron Man, he is necessary, absolutely needed in those decks more often than not, where all those other cards in B... Maybe you can make the argument for Apocalypse, uh, Apocalypse um, and I guess maybe Carnage as well. But Carnage and Deathlock have comparative things that you're comparing them to, like Venom, right? Uh, or Null, Death. Like, all these other cards are really important. Iron Man has no competition, has nothing like him. There's no other option. There's no substitute for Iron Man. <laughs> Not in Living Tribunal specifically, but I just... That Living Tribunal deck is fine. The Mr. Negative deck, I think, is bad. <laughs> Yes, but, That's the it, thing, but it's like Iron Man is what makes it a cube stealer at all. At all. Yes. Right. yes, true, true. Like him alone is, is the workhorse. Also, uh, C3, he's amazing in with Bast. Yes, Bast tricks. Even or though Bounce now seems I to think be playing C3 more than C3 is also a significantly worse deck without Iron Man. Like C3, I think, is like, you know, a B tier deck. Without Iron Man, it's a C tier deck. Interesting. I might rank it lower overall. I'm just a hater, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you bottom of A tier. Man, it's tough though. But yeah, being an OG that's never been changed, definitely one of the best designed cards in Snap. That right. 100%. And it's Little Sister, Iron Heart, 3 0. Give three of your other cards plus two power. Plays in some of the same decks as Iron Man. <laughs> What's yes, Brad gonna go here? I, yeah, I gotta go low, right? Yeah, I, it hurts. I was trying her in Renslayer, and I cut her for Morph of all things, which is gonna be a very funny discussion. Um, but I agree. Yeah, somewhere in the middle of C. I, I would say a bit better than these on average. I think these are just to hedge it a little bit. Um, so yeah, I think I think middle C feels right. Yep. Jessica Jones four five. On reveal, if you don't play a card at this location next turn, plus four power. Um, really interesting to evaluate, given that Cole Obsidian has now come into the game. JJ at the nine power is exactly what you want to see from your forecast. Right. And then the ability is so easy to trigger. She can't be played on turn six, but eh, small, small price to pay. I think 
towards the top of B. I don't think she's quite yeah. A, um, because I think any sign of power creep, um, she's just gone from the lockdown deck because that's really her only home at the moment. Yes. So storm into she's JJ on thin ice. You know, like she's the best card for that line right now. But all it takes is one card, one buff. Yeah. And she's just the she's I think she's the first cut in the deck. Probably she's on the chopping block and then you have whatever control cards is the flavor of the meta. Right. So, yeah. Jubilee for one on reveal. Add the top card of your deck to this location. Also one of the most like swingy high rolly cards in the game currently in some very dominant decks of any Lockjaw and Hella interaction. But just on her own, bottom man, of know. B. Yeah, probably. Like I think she's better on average than Cosmo because she has the swingy nature. But like, yeah, I don't know. That's where that's where I'm leaning. Kazar four four ongoing or one cost cards have plus one power. Okay, coming from on. a couple zoo players, this, it's going to be I, tough here. Yeah, and I think I'm going to shock you. Oh yeah. C tier? No, I agree. He's on the chopping okay. block for my zoo deck as well. It's weird, right? Because you're just like, him for call. why would you? Why would you not play Kazar? But it's like, well, because reasons. He's not that crazy. And if yeah. they Killmonger, you, what does nothing. he do? <laughs> he just Speaking waves. Of Killmonger, Killmonger's next three three unreveal. Destroy all one cost cards. Killmonger is one of those that right now I'm surprised he's not being played more. I think it's because of Kyra. Maybe that's why it shouldn't be too surprising. Um, uh, incredible card. I do card. think an A tier card, though. Individually, yes. Yeah. It's just surprising that he doesn't have a meta home at the moment. Right. I mean, it's Sarah Control, but he's like, it's a revolving door between him, Mobius, Ghost, and I think that's really those three because Gladiator is a shoe into that deck. Yeah. Um, Mobius should be a shoe in. In my opinion, if you're going to cut any card, it's Killmonger if you want to play Ghost. Um, purely because Shang-Chi and Shadow King can do his job. Um, Shadow King more so because the things you're targeting, um, like Deadpool, like Nebula, like Sunspot, you're changing yeah. their power. Of course, there's Black Knight. But, you know, you take your beats when you or take Thanos them. Or Thanos Stones. Right. But those decks will run Kyera, so what are you going to do? And the Thanos Stones you care about turning off, like Soul Stone, you have Enchantress in the same deck to deal with that, too, if you really wanted yep. to do so. Enchantress the Kyera to hit him with the Killmonger. Right. <laughs> what about Kalaw? 5-4 ongoing. The location to the right has plus 6 power. Kalaw had a true top-of-the-meta appearance. You had a little spike there. I forget what content creator had the deck that uh, launched him, but I don't believe in Claw. Um, Probably... Cube Stealer, because he's so surprising, but this is kind of what we talked about in C tier, being yeah. like very niche to be good. Still can be good, but very niche. Right. Like, he's just... Again, on paper, I'm like, damn, I, the Claw is, I feels good to play Claw and a deck that wants to like spread out some you know power, spread out some reach kind of thing. But there are just other cards that are more efficient at spreading reach. Miss Marvel, Omega Red, Plus already five. are cards that Plus have three. it. Yeah. Yep. So. Korg. Right. 
One, two, shuffle a rock into your opponent's deck. The uh, starting starting stone on the Hawk Synergy that has now kind of fallen by the wayside, but I think you got to put him. I was going to go B tier for him. Hmm. I was going to go B tier with him and Rock Slide and then put the Hawk up higher. I think the Hawk is S tier, though. You go all the way to S tier, even because in the current meta? Because it is the... Hawk is one of the most flexible. Actually, I would yep. argue the most flexible package in existence. You can go Dark Hawk Annihilus with Sentry. You can go Dark Hawk yep. Jane, uh, Thor, all that stuff. You can go classic Dark sure. Hawk with Dr. Doom and Leech. You can go Dark Hawk with uh, Mr. Negative. You can go Dark Hawk and Thanos deck if you really wanted to because yeah, I've no, seen he, it. He's just a really good stat package. And it feels a little bit like people are shifting toward Junk being that package right now. Maybe Hawk comes back around. You, you play them together. The best Dark Hawk deck, by the way. It's not even close. The best Dark Hawk deck and the best Junk deck, not even close, are when they're yeah. together. Yes, no, it's, it's perfect. Very nice. Uh, but yeah, I'll, well, I'll the take. Is also I'll take. Very good, but... Yeah, my my reasoning for maybe Korg being an A, um, is because he's a player in balance as well, like Dark Hawk balance, Dark Hawk Junk balance as well is another thing. Um, but him being a one cost, uh, I mean, uh, okay. Do we think he's better than Apoc? Yes. Okay. Do you think he's better than Enchantress? Yes. Do you think he's on the same level as Killmonger? No. Or better? No. Okay. I think top of B. Yeah. Okay. That's 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 been my thought process of trying to like figure out these tiers. Yep. And they get all mixed up because you put Cosmo in C tier anyway. Craven. <laughs> when a card moves here, it's this gains plus two power. Man, Silky Move had its time, and now the time is just gone. It's uh, still an Craven. okay deck. I stand by that. Still perfectly okay. Um, okay is in a C tier deck. Uh, uh, okay is in a B tier okay. deck. I would say above B -tier average. B tier deck? Yeah, above average. Is Craven B tier then? I don't think he is. No, he's C tier. He, he's yeah, not okay. the reason you play that deck. Uh, he's better but than Iron Fist. No. I, no. I feel like I the re literally not, my mind is like, I kind of like seeing Kingpin. a big Craven. Oh, Kingpin? Because now you can just do the Silk Smooth with Kingpin instead. Sure. Or both. Yeah. I don't know. I think that... Silk's the reason you play that. The deck. reason, no, the reason that you play Silky Move is because of the Spider Man into Craven. That's, that's it. Oh, it just feels good. Yeah. It feels so good. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we are, I, I'm agreeing where we're putting him here. Lady Sif, three, five. Unreveal, discard the highest cost card from your hand. She has to be just as good as Blade, right? Right. Um, I would say just under Blade. Okay, fair. Because Blade is the most targeted you can be. It's a very specific yep. spot. Yep. She has that chance of like, when you play Blade, you're playing him with absolute intent of hitting a very particular card. Lady yes. Sif has that option of like, maybe I'm taking a 50-50 on losing my Hela or my Infinite kind of thing, right? Right. So uh, that's that's where it's a bit, you know, different. Leech, 5-3 at the start of turn 6. Remove all abilities from cards in your opponent's hands. Um, okay. A-S. Uh, people that hate Leech would say S. I'm going to say he's A. I think yeah. he's worse, yeah. better than Blade, worse than these three cards. Yeah. Um, there, are, there are plenty of situations where you should not play Leech. There's plenty of decks that cannot play Leech, but 
the decks that do play leech in the right situations they pop off and he wins you those games and so. please for the love of god there are plenty of situations where you don't need to retreat against leech stop it the reason his cube rate is so high the reason his win rate is so high is because you all auto retreat against this stupid green fuck i'm sorry i try to not cuss anymore on this show but i'm so tired of you retreating against him stay in you can win you can you can you have the power they just hit they took a huge temple loss to play this yep. stupid dude on five for three power and you're gonna cry and leave because your lady sip is now just a vanilla three five play the card play it yep. god exactly you might be surprised on how many you're able to dig back another green guy lizard two five just power creeped out of position. Yeah, he's right? C tier. Yeah. Probably. I think enough said. Mantis, another guardian, one of the most unique guardians. 2 3 on reveal. If your opponent played a card here, this turn, draw a card from their deck, even lower. Yep, you snap on Mantis, my friends. I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't blame you for trying her. No, I do. I okay. blame you for trying okay, her. I'll give you it. I'll give you it. <laughs> uh, I uh, is she worse than Domino though? At least you get something uh, out of it. I think Domino's worse. Yep. Okay. Okay. <laughs> there we go. We split the hairs, and here she is. Yep. Medusa two two on reveal. If this is okay. at the middle of location, uh, plus three power. Power creeped. Up. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. This might this yep. might be the most insane take yet. Because I'm doing it. No, I don't care. I think she's the best no. two drop in the game. No, the best two drop in the game. Are you crazy? There's Zabu. Yeah, you're right. You think she's better than Zabu on average? Probably. Oh my goodness. Let's, let's take a gander at uh, Let's take a gander at a uh, at a uh, top stats. Quick. Let's let's, let's see. Look at a win rate for Medusa. Yeah, I'm curious. I'm curious. Let's let's what see if we can pull up Earth. some. Uh, Let's look at the card tier list. How about that? Uh, yep. Let's and then let's go. Um, mm -hmm. uh, let's just go post infinite. Yep. All right. So Zabu is in games, B right? tier. Yep. Has a plus point five or point oh five. Uh, wait, hold on. So oh, wait, hold on. They don't even. Will they even have the card? Sometimes they're wonky with it. I'm just gonna fucking search it. Search it. Uh, yeah, she's just like way more niche. Uh, she has a higher D. cube rate, but just such she's a in low B tier with Zabu according to uh her rate. That's more like where, where I would win rate? put her. I'm surprised that Zabu is in B. Oh, he, no, has a, a, he has a 0.05 and a 50% win rate. So his I think win it's rate also is better. A, a, his cube a game symptom is of Zabu being in so many decks, like Sarah. Oh no, his popularity, like his popularity is through the roof, and so that's yeah. what just equalizes it into fifty-fifty. Because there's so many mirror matches, and then Zabu, right, like, right, right. his stats lose. All right, I'll put her in A. I'll I'll put Thank her in you. A. I'll put her in A. I don't want to. I want to um, make people crazy. Uh, I do think she's probably top of A. I, I genuinely just because if you look at lockdown. Uh, you know, super giant priority decks, including my own creation, as well as a bunch of other ones that I've seen online. Um, yep. Just like the tempo-y style of deck, 
the good stuff deck that's not running Darkhawk, you just play this card. This is just your default two drop. Like even above Jeff, Jeff is like that two drop you put in when you're like, well, I don't have anything else I can put in the deck anymore. I'm at 11 cards. Let's put in Jeff because he's good. Yeah. But the tempo and with how much tempo matters, Medusa is very good. All right. right. The two misters, Mr. Fantastic and Mr. Sinister. Uh, C and C. I agree. Look at that. So you're on the same page for most of this these. This is only because <laughs> Mr. Fantastic has gotten a big bump up with like the power of priority and then super giant into Eliath. Otherwise, I'd probably put him even lower. But yeah. I mean, Misty but he, he's again, he's just sorry, an average card. Sinister. I think they're both just yeah. average cards. Right. Uh, I would say Mr. Sinister is just better than Doctor Strange. Not I'm putting him at Bucky. the bottom. I might put him all the way down in D, well, but they, he's I think of like C2. C. I think of like Patriot. I think of like, you know, uh, Iron Lad hitting Mr. Sinister makes you really happy kind of thing. Like that style of deck. Maybe I should try that deck again and just see how good it is. Right now, my mind is saying it's not, but maybe there's something there. So, okay. Well, I'll take let's, it. Let's, I'll, I'll, well, let's, let's say he's right next to Heimdall. How about that? Yeah. Sure. Not where you want to be. He's going to send you somewhere else. Misty Knight. <laughs> One, two, we've got to save this city. And uh, we do, just by being like good enough to play in High Evolutionary. Just, are all the High Evo cards just A? <laughs> she might be B tier. Like if the opponent develops Misty Knight, though, so what do you what do you groan more if you see turn True. one Sunspot, um, Nebula, or Misty Knight? Here's the thing, like Misty Knight has that reach to other yep. lanes is where like that's where it's that's where my mind's going where the pull is. Um she's just a one two on herself. She's exactly on rate in that sense. Um but yeah, I'll 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 uh I'll agree. Okay. I'll agree. She's not quite as impactful as Cyclops, definitely not as impactful as Hulk, not yeah. as impactful as Leech. Com- comparing all these other cards. Yeah, I don't, I think these are on average better, um, but she's still incredibly good in her deck. Fair. Moon Girl, 4-4 four, four, on reveal. Duplicate your hand. Um, I think the time for Moon Girl has 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 abandoned us. And I yeah, think she's, she's C tier. So slow. Yeah. And I mean, clunky. I'd... Honestly. I would probably be okay seeing a version that's a three cost come back. Yeah, I, I think leave Devil Dino at five, beyond. but bring Moon Girl back down to three and just see what right. happens. Say that maybe you'll revert it if it's too much, but right now I think that's the kind that's like the level of dramatic change would be needed for her to come back into the meta. Because that's the thing; she's so far out of it right now. Even then, she might not be meta. Morbius two zero ongoing plus two power for each time you discarded a card this game. Definitely one of the best discard cards. He is. Agree. Um, trying to think. I'm putting him right here for now because I'm comparing him to his buddy Apoc in the same deck, right? Yeah. And Morbius, I'm always happy to see when I have him on two. Um, but once that turn passes, especially with how constrained discard is with how on curve they are with like their, yep. their plays... I find him a bit more difficult to weave in. 
and I'm finding myself more willing to just kind of let it go. I'm like, I missed the sure. window on Morbius. It is, it's not the end of the world. Where if I have APOC in hand, I'm more willing to try to like play off curve on certain games to get the APOC developed more to make my Dracula better or just my final turn better where I'm not yeah. willing to do the same thing for Morbius. So that's my reasoning for putting him under APOC. I will let you decide where he goes among the other players here. No, I think that right next to APOC is pretty good, especially with what we have up above him. So I'm, I'm good with this placement. Okay. We can move on to Morph 3-0. On reveal, become a copy of a card in your opponent's hand. One of the most meta-dependent, swingy little... Little blighters. No, no, no. We're where do you have him? Where do you have him? Because I think he to me is on the same level as all these cards here. Like he's fun, he's swingy, he can be amazing, he can be the worst card ever, but he's definitely better than the other ones in D. But I don't think he's better on average than a lot of the ones in C because they have I just mean... the flat ass like the flat aspect of consistency behind them moon girl's not yeah, very good like we just said but I, at the um, very least she's consistent i'm a more of a lover man I, i'm gonna put him up there next to cosmo at least you want to jump every yeah. other card in c yeah you think morph is better than bishop uh, yes you think morph is better than uh, Craven or Ironheart or Bucky, like you think he's better than I'm all telling these you, cards. man. I cut Ironheart in my Renslayer deck right, for Morph, you know and I was more successful. That was you my let testing. me. You let me have Cosmo and C. I'll let you have Morph at the top of C. <laughs> in but C, let yes, the record the... be shown that I think he's the top of D. No, <laughs> oh, he's good, and he's good in this meta still. That's still a big boy play big cards kind of meta. Morph is good. Multiple man, two, three. When this moves, add a copy to the old location. This guy is so weird because there's such a small sample size of move. It's really just the Phoenix Force deck that you see him in. That deck is good, but high rolly. He's pretty core to it. You're going in C here. Or you're going up to B. I think C because like, yes, yes, I get it. The Phoenix Force car, or the, the Phoenix deck plays him and he's the main target for Phoenix Force. Yep. But that doesn't make him good everywhere else he's played he no, doesn't see playing literally else. any other move deck like he's like the cut the you only make did when we when had you the get, old um uh three three uh series cards yeah when we had the old hulkbuster there was like a window for him but now even that's gone so right which also Nikia. makes the phoenix force deck worse by default by the way yes also and again without this guy as a one one he's probably bottom of C. <laughs> like, I, I think yeah, even then. Forge is helping him a fair bit. Right. All right, Nikia, 3-3. Three, three. Give all your cards in hand, plus one power. I thought she was back. She was not back. Yeah, but I think she, she's uh, better than a lot back. of these other ones in C. I, I put her on par with, like, Fantastic, Ironheart, and stuff like that. I think she's yeah. better than a lot of these other behind her. Um, I, I see no reason to be upset with someone for playing her. I think she's fairly decent as a cool idea in Surfer. Uh, if you don't want to do Killmonger Nova, it saves you a card with essentially the same kind of thing. You don't get the offensive strategy of Killmonger in attacking what your opponent is doing with her one cost, 
but you're not handcuffed to a one cost to grow your stuff. But then with all that being said, surfers fallen out of favor quite a bit. So yeah. It's hard for her to have a spot. Namor, four, six ongoing plus five power. If this is your only card here, I thought the stat line was going to be premium enough to see a little bit more play with Namor, but it's not materialized. Yeah, we're going pretty low on this one. Yeah, uh, I I actually think bottom of D. Um, yep. He's not quite at your bottom snapping. Well, okay, realistically, we're, we're memeing on this name. If I do see Namor, I do think you're a bottom. I am snapping, by the way. Um, but I think he's D tier. I think he's better he's than one of the these best. Cards. He's one of the reasons that a bot deck would beat you. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, but the Miss Marvel change enough. really hurt like the strategy of like yeah. what this kind of archetype wants to do with like solo cards. Um, I'd like to see a Miss Marvel type of card made for Namor, Atuma, yep. Orca kind of stuff. But The name is Omega Red, Brad. And we'll get to him later. Nightcrawler, one, two. You can move this once. It's pretty lackluster. He's just like good enough to fill for all your early decks, but then you replace him. Yeah, he's he reminds me of Bucky. Like it's one of the first cuts, right? Uh, but I think yep. slightly better than Bucky because at least he can be played in more decks. Nova one one astonishing cut from the destroy deck. I never thought Nova was going to leave destroy. Nova has left destroy because Forge and Nico exist, um, which is heartbreaking. But I guess it goes with Bucky then. Right. Yeah, I think he, I, I would put him a little bit above some of the cards above Bucky. Um because he has applications in other decks, just because Killmonger can synergize with him in that sense, like Surfer and uh we've yeah. th- remember old versions of Sarah Control would do Nova oh, yeah. but, uh Killmonger. That's still a possibility some way down the line. Uh but yeah, Nova is just what he brings is so far beyond what Snap is at currently. Yeah, exactly. Is it time for the plus two Nova to return, Brad? No. That's how such much a would jump. you pay? How much would you pay for a plus two Nova? What uh, I'll, kind of I'll answer that cost? question better. Uh, I would pay a large sum of money to Second Dinner to not have them do that. <laughs> I, I do think that, that. I think a three cost, and uh, it could be pretty popping. A three cost, destroy it, and it, but then you don't lose the Killmonger interaction. What are you doing? You have to get it with, like. Yeah. I think a two cost at that point is good enough then. Okay. Like he's Bucky, that just gives plus two? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. But as a one cost, uh, that's such a huge jump. Um, oh, yeah. No, no, no. It can never be on a one cost body again. Yeah. Well, Odin. Uh, two, two is fine. Wow. Ooh, Odin. I thought you'd go higher. Six, eight. On reveal. Activate the on reveal abilities of your other cards here. Is again one of those high roll powerhouses but just not really in favor at the moment yeah uh, he's not here let me let me start with that he's not here so don't freak out at me i'm putting him next to his brethren that have stood the test of time and i think odin kind of has but he's always going to have some kind of deck but... but he's not even there is he the very top of c maybe because when he gets played, he has a good win rate. But when yeah, he's included like, in deck, those decks are generally not good. Yeah, like look at Rampa as, as an example. You're just like, if I don't have Odin, I'm okay with it. Because I probably already played. Yep. Uh, like I can still do Eliath. I can still do Doctor Doom. I can still do Leader. Uh, Odin is just kind of gravy. 
So yeah, see. Yeah, Going to be interesting to see how that stacks up with Onslaught in a second. But first we do a Koye. 2-2, two, two, unreveal, give every card in your deck plus one power. Shockingly unimpactful. Very bottom of C. She's not D, no, right? She's a, I'm snapping. I'm sorry. I'm not I putting snap her there. Uh, she's an average card. She's no, no, no. Again, she's not F tier though. I think she's better than all these other cards in D. Um, all right. She's not very good though. Look, I think she's average. She's an average card. Yep. She gives a buff to your deck. She's cute. She, Look, put it this way: some surfer decks still play both Akoye and Nakia for Shaw. Right? She's better than Captain America. I'll give you that. So I guess it's fair. She's definitely better than Cloak. <laughs> Yes. Okay. <laughs> We're looking at it now. Captain America should probably be better than Cloak himself, yeah, or maybe no, Namor you're right. at you're the right. top of D. I don't know, no, but we'll get no, into no, that. No, 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 no. Namor on. is not. I'm so sorry. Namor is not because okay. the being because what does he max out at? He's a big fish boy. He gets what, what? plus four, plus five. He's eleven. Okay, so he's eleven. Eleven's gonna win. He's lane buddy. No, you have to have something else. At least Captain America can be a three six. With other things. Yep. Right. Especially with Onslaught, 6-7, ongoing, double your other ongoing effects here. This is the Tribunal deck. It has to have Onslaught. Yes. Um, so how so... good do you think that Tribunal deck is? And how much do you hurt Onslaught for only being playable in that one archetype? I think Onslaught's a bit underrated. I think Onslaught has some other places to uh, to be played. Um Oh, yeah. Are you playing him? Wait, not with Omega Red. Are you? I've been trying it, yeah. Yeah? Um, it's been cool. I remember when Miss Marvel was first out, there was some pretty good Onslaught Miss Marvel interactions. Right. But now she's just way harder to activate. True. And Omega Red lost a little bit of his power mm-hmm. on the ability, so I don't know. Does it still feel good? It feels fine. Um, so, do you know what I've been doing with Onslaught? What? It's been... S- insane i've been playing this destroy deck or destroyer yep. deck sorry and onslaught on a lane with ant-man and mojo yeah is so t- they never expect it and then mojo's 14 mm-hmm. power ant-man's eight power and you just yep. soul that lane and then you have like destroyer somewhere else or like just you've established some other cards in the other lane or with uh, yep. warpath as well so the only reason i still have right. warpath in that deck otherwise he's a cut but because yep. i have onslaught in there uh i also have omega right in that list as well um, so I think Onslaught for what he does, for what he can bring, I would say very, very, very bottom of B because the ceiling and okay. application of like where he can go and because the deck he's in with Living Tribunal is better than most decks Odin would be in. Uh, but yeah, Onslaught is a card where you're like, if you don't have it, you're not too upset. Of course, you would like the wonderful, uh, you know, Iron Man into Onslaught into Tribunal. That feels amazing. It's like it's I win the game button, but you can win without him. Yeah, it's assembling Exodia or the closest thing that Snap currently has. Yeah. Well, actually, I think the closest thing for that, I would argue, is like Gambit Wong Mystique shenanigans with like oh. Apoc and Swarm and stuff to like keep <laughs> it going. Oh, man. That that actually feels like you're playing Exodia, but no pot agreed. No upstar yep. goblin. Nothing. You get Line no card up. draw. You're no library either, or magical library. You're just like, no. I will naturally I draw into a heart of the cards, baby. Yep, heart of the cards. Professor X, 5 1. 
significantly knocked down yeah. after his five three days, but still so pivotal. Top of B? Nah. I think not even top of B. Okay, hear me out. I think right now, on average, like look at where look at where he'd be played. Lockdown. Yep. So let's compare him to Jessica Jones, the card in lockdown. On okay. average, she's better right now. Here's the thing is like right now, I actually like him a lot because he's great against Hella and I Destroy. Do I do too. I like him a lot too. I, I've been trying this Ravona deck again with him, um uh, uh the, the the martyr and um Titania yep. as well as uh, Havoc to kind of sneak under on turn five. Oh, no. Yeah. Um that feels really good. Glenn's um, playing Havoc right now, chat. Uh, look out. That being said, and I, I also said, by the way, earlier, I think the classic, you know, turn three Psylocke or Timestone Thanos deck with Professor X on four, like Blue Marvel, buff your lanes and stuff like that. I still think there's a lot yep. of merit to that kind of style of deck. But that just means he's a playable card and you're overlooking him because of the nerf. That doesn't mean he just ascends himself above all these other cards. Because look at like Misty Knight, for example. Misty Knight is just incredibly consistent. Professor X is still that risk factor of like, maybe they play a card there that I'm not expecting them to. Because yeah. of course, my opponent should play a card in the left lane here. Absolutely should. Everything in yeah. the game is telling them they should. They'll never play in the right lane. And then they no. do and you lose. And you're like, well, why did they do fill that? fill the right lane. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that's why I have him just under Jessica. Okay. The Punisher. 3-3, three, three, ongoing, one power, plus one power for each enemy card here. I think severely underrated right now with um, how much Gladiator is around. I think a little more Punisher should be played. So I personally like him, but I understand he's a bad card. Quicksilver, 1-2, starts in your opening hand. If you guys are just listening, we put uh, Punisher in C tier, by the way. Yes, yeah, sorry. Oh, sorry, D tier? D tier. He's in D tier right D-tier, underneath yeah, yeah. Captain America. The only reason and I is... I think we might have another entry. Actually, Quicksilver is F, right? He's Quicksilver right is your Quinjet robot. Quake. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, you see it? Above where... Scarlet Witch? Oh, yeah. Mr. I forgot Negative. my alphabet for a second. <laughs> yeah, that'll get you. Uh, he's better than Domino, I'll say. For one Ooh, reason, one reason, reason spicy. only. Spicy. If they spider ham on one and for some reason oh. like I'm gonna keep him, at least that that's the only application. He's your spider ham <laughs> protection. I have what one guy in chat. Uh, I believe hilarious. it's actually Lloyd, who is also one of our Patreon uh subs, yeah. um says they love Quicksilver because it's the spider ham. They've been trying to tell me is... play spy, play this. If it's not Lloyd you're listening, I apologize. It's True. it's either you or Cuzzy in my chat. All right. I apologize. Well, Rhino, 3-3 three, okay. three on reveal, ruin this location, also down there. God. Uh, wait, hold on. I, I flew by him. Um, okay, look. So bad. You think he's bad? Yep. Okay, I've been playing him C3. I think he's like, I, I, you got to give me C tier. You got to give me average. Because, hear me out. Average? Average. Because at the very least, it's a definitive location change. Yeah, definitive. that's what Scarlet Witch is. No, 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 no. Yes, I, I actually 
do not like Scarlet Witch comparatively to Rhino, especially because yes, you get the two, three instead of a three, three. That is, that is a big deal. However, for locations, you absolutely just need to change a la in a C3 deck and you just need it to not exist. Rhino is so much better in that sense. And I think he has more application than a Captain America or Punisher because location changing is a bit no. better than maybe buffing your own board. You got to give him C. He's just got to be in he's D. He's just a hair above D. Got to be in D. It's hurting me for you to put him above the Punisher. Um, but you can put him at the top of D if you want. Fine. I think he's C. All right. Where do you think Rocket Raccoon goes? You said the only two one fours. There is technically one more one You're four. You're right. You're right. You're right. However, you Which, have to you have to uh, to snipe. He's not as opponent. good as the other ones, for sure. Not as good as the other ones. Okay, this is absolutely the very bottom of C. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I remember enjoying playing like a Moon Girl deck with like the yeah. She Hulk tricks with Rocket. Yeah. Sabretooth. Does he just go right next to Bucky? He's <laughs> yeah. He's underrated. Um, yeah. I wish he got like a little bit of love when he got destroyed. Like maybe like, I think he's better than Bucky by the what way. What if he just started at a three, five? Yeah. If he was just a three, five or he just gained yeah. plus one, every time he was destroyed, it became a three, five or three, six. I really like him with venom. Yes. I just think that, Oh, and with Noel, by the way, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. but the problem being destroy has so many good cards to choose from. He's just so mm -hmm. easy to not run. Yeah. Why choose him? Sandman, 5-4 ongoing. Players can only play one card a turn. An interesting safety valve similar to Leech, but that gets played way less. Right. You're going but as high as B tier? I, I'm I'm thinking A. What the heck? There's a possibility. He's um, out there with Odin, man. It's that ramp deck, right? I mean... Well, I think the ramp deck is slept on, um, first and foremost. Okay. I think as far as safety valves go, Sandman is one of the best. I think he is one of, I mean, oh, man, there's a lot of Sandman love. I was not expecting this. I really like Sandman as a card. I wish he was a okay. four cost for my selfish reasons of wanting to play. Yeah, him me too. No, I, yeah. Um, I will say B. I think B is fine. He's almost a for me. Um, Are you telling, so should I play, be playing ramp? I think ramp's really good right now. You think Ramp think is good many, right now? Think of how many decks want to play multiple cards at a time, especially okay. like Sarah Control. Um, I would Turn argue that even... Play some Ramp. Even, even Hella Black Knight surprisingly plays a lot of multiple cards a turn kind of thing. And I think if you get them in a game where you're telling them you can only just play your one at a time to set up your big uh, like 20 power whatever and hope you get Hella off of your two discards... Um, you can really stand toe to toe against them in that kind of game. Okay. Especially when you're running a Lyoth and leader and stuff like that too. Scarlet Witch 2 3 on reveal replaces location with a new one. I'm one of the biggest Scarlet Witch lovers. So I'm one of I am, I am not high. even one of the biggest. I am the biggest Scarlet Witch hater. I burn too many card. times on what uh, I hate what this comes card. Up. I hate her. I hate her. Yeah. I hate her. I think she is abysmal to run. Oh, I man. think back when we had Sarah Control, that was like 
yeah, you run Scarlet Witch, like that old version where it's like, you know, like Mysterio and stuff too. Nope, I ran Jeff instead. Don't care. Yeah. Don't care. I'll deal with the locations. I just don't care. I want her in D, but she's actually C. She's actually C. She's in the middle here, but I hate yeah. her. I'll accept this. Scorpion, 2-2. Two, two. On reveal, afflict cards in your opponent's hand minus one power. How do you still feel about Scorpion? Remember when we were joking about... There was a time where he was S-tier with um, right. Iceman. He was. Do you just, does he just go next to Iceman, or is he lower? He's not. He's he doesn't, not B-tier. He's C-tier. Because he doesn't bounce. If it if it wasn't for the fact that A-bomb style Haivo decks oh, with yeah. Affliction played That's him sometimes, him. Uh, yeah. he wouldn't be in the meta at all. No, fair. And frankly... I'm surprised sometimes when I see him hit the board and my hand gets smacked around. I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sentinel, two, three. On reveal, add another Sentinel to your hand. Loki ran this for a little bit, has right. cut it now, so that really hurts it. Gives it not really a home. Um, it's interesting because we have, some of, we have that, we have Mocking, hang on, Mocking J. Mockingbird. Mockingbird, I believe. Mockingjay. Sorry, I just watched it, I just watched the fourth Hunger Games, yeah, guys. You're gonna have to forgive worries. me. Um is that uh added sentinel going to discount her, you think? It's a copy, so yeah. I I, I would imagine okay, a white queen cool. copy so, or something like a mirage would work, gotcha. right? Yeah, fair, fair. So maybe maybe there's something in the future, but right now no. Um, I think I think it's an average card. I don't I'll never chastise you for running it. Um, yeah. frankly, in any deck for that matter, if you can, I, I could see an argument for anyone that says, I just want a consistent two drop that I can, can play if I miss my curve. I'll be like, okay. All right. You might lose, lose, lose some games because of it, but I, I understand your thought process completely. <laughs> we, uh, we have a couple more pretty interesting cards to talk about. Uh, but we have the best one right now. Shang-Chi, 4-3. He's S. He's right? S. He is he yeah. is game defining. He is the top he is of this so era. Game defining that they changed his you... ability to shift the goalpost of what he defines yeah. in the right. game itself. And he's still yeah. doing it. And then they shifted everything else around him. And they're just like, we need more space. Shang-Chi is still like the line. Right. They just decided they were gonna move the line and he's still amazing. I, okay. I wouldn't that... be shocked if there's ever a, a world where he's like he only hits like 11 or 12 or higher right um i think that's a ways that would be away very interesting if they keep on moving it to give themselves more granularity what i'm more interested about is a uh, symmetry with um valk does he ever become a 5-3 uh, or does valk first become a 4-3 i don't know he goes to five before she goes to four i think the okay. idea of him not having that synergy with zabu yeah. Is something that they actually, I think, as early as now, that's already probably a conversation that's happened behind closed what doors if for them. You just had an extra line, cannot have his cost reduced because I know I, it's making the card complex, right. but I think it just comes down to they don't want to open that can of worms, right? Mm -hmm. They don't want to set that uh, expectation. Um, to where that's an it's, option for them. It's very inelegant design, right? right? Exactly. But it would make sense it just would. if you're kind of in the game. Yeah. For how powerful he is and how much of a difference it makes to be able to play him and a three cost versus if he's normal cost, that's often the only card you play on the final turn. So, yeah. Right.
All right. Now for our little rapid fire spit through of the rest of these. We got Shocker, two, three. Oof. Hurts. High Evo doesn't even run this guy that often. When he does get run, he has some surprisingly uh, effective plays. Yeah. Um, C tier or B tier? Four is high. For what? C tier or B tier? I would say C. For high value C. Yeah. All right. Spectrum, six, seven. On reveal, give your ongoing cards plus two power. After she got the plus two power on her body, I thought she was going to have more of a splash. She has not splashed. Um, Mogwai, Mega Mogwai came back to snap and was playing a Wong Spectrum deck within the uh, top 200 ranks. It uh, looked a little painful. I'm still going to put Spectrum pretty low. Yeah, I, yeah towards it's like, the it's, top of C. Um, it is like Onslaught, Odin, and Spectrum are managed to be very close, and you unlock them all at the same time. Right. Okay. Spider Woman, 5-8. On reveal, afflict all enemy cards here with minus one power. We already had a little bit of a discussion on her. I think she's probably low B. Oh, you're moving her way above Gamora. I think she's... I think I think she's sneaky good. I think she's underplayed. I think she's yes. criminally underplayed, actually. Yes. Um, One of the most underrated cards. Yeah. And I... I view her as better than a lot of these cards in C. And then I look at Onslaught and I'm like, yeah, probably better than Onslaught. That's my reasoning. Gotcha. No, I'm good with this. Squirrel Girl, one, two. On reveal, add a minus uh, a one power squirrel to each other location. As a zoo player, I'm playing Squirrel Girl right now. I like it, but I know it's not a good card in anything else. Right. Like I, I view her like kind of down here with Doctor Strange and stuff. Yeah. Like you, you can Very play her, niche. but yeah. And the deck still does fine without her. So yeah, and I am so happy to see the C tier bloat up. There was a there was a time where a B and C just kept getting one two one two, and I was like, oh no, are there just a lot of B tier cards? No, no, yeah. we found it. We found. We found uh, the this explosion. is still like the early series. Wait till right. series three, four, and five. And four and five is going to be like wow. Right. All right. Star-Lord on reveal. If your opponent played a card here this turn, plus three power. One of the better Guardians, arguably alongside Gamora just because he's so much cheaper. But, ooh, you're not going to weigh down with a Rocket in low C, which I, I wouldn't argue too much. Yeah, because my thinking is, like, the cards that do what these do are, like, 50s, yeah, where did like Lizard go again? What was that? Where's Lizard again? He's up here by Mr. Fantastic. Okay. I think Lizard is on okay, average better because you can play him with Enchantress and at least have the option to turn off or yep, with zero. Yep. Right? Yeah, but then you have to hit on the Star-Lord and he's yeah. not really cheap enough to bounce. So, Storm, 3-2. On reveal, flood this location. Next turn is the last turn cards can be played here. One of the most game-defining effects. One of those cards that has never been changed. I think A. Yeah. No, I play a lockdown with she's Storm just quite a bit. Really good. Um, and the fact that you can kind of extend into lockdown decks, um, I mean, I think better than Deladino, actually. I think probably right next to Lady uh, Lady Sif. Um, she's one of the best design cards, again. I, I agree. think Snap has a couple really well designed cards um, within like all of card games, and Storm is one of them. Yep. I don't know about this next one being there, but uh, Strong Guy, 3-3, three, three, ongoing if your hand is empty, plus 6 oh, power. Oh, man. Uh, look, I've been playing a lot of Strong Guy with uh, Zuku and stuff. Yeah. He is the top of D. 
Yeah. He's the very top of D. I have been pleasantly surprised at how many games I've won with Strong Guy. But because yep. Zukua itself is probably a C-tier deck in its in and of itself, um, mm-hmm. and Strong Guy is like almost cuttable on that deck as well, uh, yep. yeah, he's top of D. All right. Sunspot, 1-0. After each turn, gain plus one power for each unspent energy. This is really going to be on the high evolutionary deck alone. He used to have total meta saturation. And at this point, it's just in that one deck. But in that one deck, oh my goodness. Yeah. And with Kyera, good lord. Why did that deck have to get Kyera? I think Sunspot is actually underplayed. I think most decks Ooh. think that Nebula is the natural, you know vanilla version of sunspot that can be generically good in all their decks kind of like yes. what medusa is able to do but obviously sunspot is the best in high evo because it naturally synergizes with his ability so much but man like i think sunspot is still good enough to be like a nebula generically um i i think he's very very high up in a fascinating well i think i, I think ramp. he's I'm going to have One to of the see best if cards I bring him in. In Haivo. Oh, yes. Maybe yeah, the best no, I, card. I definitely groan when I see Sunspot get played. I think more so than any of their other one costs. Like the Misty Knight, I'm like, okay, I know what I'm fighting. And the Nebula, I'm like, ah, I'm going to have to play that lane. But the Sunspot, I'm like, no. Right. <laughs> and then they have all I three. I know that's going like, to be a lot of power. <laughs> yeah. That, then it's like, well, maybe I just retreat. Swarm. <laughs> 2-3, when you discard this, add two copies that cost zero to your hand. I'm it's fi- tough. I'm feeling B. Yeah, where was APOC again? B. Uh, I think probably... Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think... Right in there. Right above Morbius. For the same reason I said earlier, Morbius, I'm not willing to sacrifice my turns or like how to, like, to maneuver around playing him. But Swarm yep. is so impactful when you get to zeros on... on, uh, on the last turn alongside APOC or whatever uh, to help yeah. into your hand for Dracula, I'm willing to shift the goalposts around to get Swarm active. How about Swordmaster at 3-6? Discard a card from your hand. Uh, I don't like this card. D? Yeah. No, I, I no, that's not fair. I think C. It is average. It is average. No, it's like with Strong Guy. Doesn't that make sense? It's it's. I think it's enough bigger than Strong Guy. I could see the okay. argument for D. I feel like that's a bit too harsh. I think very bottom okay. of C is fair. How about Collector? 2-2. Two, two. When a card enters your hand from anywhere, except your deck plus one power. Isn't the devs have promised crazy? that he will get a little bit of a buff now that his synergy with Loki has been broken. That buff has not materialized sure. at all. Um into C tier, upper C tier is what we're looking at right here. And I think right now that's a very fair statement. Again, maybe something with um, Songbird. Yep. Yep. The would be able to come in and uh, that agent deck breathe some new life. But right now, tough. The Infinite, 620, A or S. Ooh. So. Okay, Infinite might be one of my favorite cards in the entire game. Top 10, yep. for sure. Also one of the best designed cards in the game. Agreed. That being said, though, I was leaning towards B. No, it's got to well, be. Well, well, let's think about it this way. It pops off so hard in so many decks. Let me 
placeholder temporary for B, yep. top of B. Okay. My reasoning is, think of all the decks he's played in, right? All yep. of them. Yeah. He's not the reason you play them. He is a very good plan B to a lot of what those decks are doing. I don't know. Isn't like the discard decks kind of for that 20 power? Yes, but also they have so many other big cards in general just for Hella that he's almost guaranteed to be good in the Hella version. Um, no, he is. In, like the version, Knight, in the version Black of Knight wants Sarah, Infinite. The right? other deck cards are plan B to the Infinite in Black Knight. Let me look at, like, uh, if I look real quick at, uh, what's it called? Um, the Black Knight list. Yeah. Does the Sarah one run Infinite still? Mm, I'm actually not sure what its current version is. It certainly can. It does. Uh, if not yeah. Magneto and Scar. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. Go looking through all, mean, every Black Knight list has uh, Infinite, yeah, except for this really bad one. Here. <laughs> yeah. The, the performance on it was literally like another really, really bad ugly. one. Uh, but there you go. And then like also, he's just so he's so good. <laughs> also, he is I'll so good. Hence a. my analysis. I'll say a. All right. But I think. He's not okay. I'll put it this way: He doesn't surpass Blade without Blade existing in his current form. Infinite's nowhere near as good in Black Knight. Oh yeah, for sure. So for that reason, it's I'm putting him below together. Blade. Actually, below Lady Sif as well. Okay. Remember when you would storm Sunspot and then just Infinite somewhere else? That, oh. I wrote an article on that uh, for, Those for the, days. the series to uh, How to Infinite Infinite, and uh, that was like a deck guide. That was my first was. article I wrote for our Marvel Snap. Yep, and that was one of my most successful YouTube videos of all time. Look at I that. think it was like can't can't Isn't stop. Isn't that the crazy? No, how no, like... it was uh, it was infinite or infinite is what I titled it. <laughs> That's great. Isn't that crazy yeah. how both of our beginnings for Marvel Snap kind of tie very closely with infinite as a card, and now here yeah. we are hosting the uh, the show together. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. It's poetic. Yep, it is. We found each other. <laughs> the thing four six it's clobbering time it's um, like he's got to be up there with shocker right yeah uh i is would he put better him, he's better than shocker i almost want to okay. put him in b because i feel like he's underrated okay. but his stats yeah. probably screams c but then i look at like what he's around i i feel like in haivo he's better than a, almost i would say all of these other c cards am i crazy for yeah. thinking that well, yeah, it goes up with like Spider Woman as the affliction game plan. Yeah, so I think B is fine. Okay. Uh, Ooh. Probably better than Spider Woman, though. Okay. Uwatu. One, two at the start of the game shows the right location to you. We've moaned how bad this card is. It's in the bottom. You're a bot. Yeah, you, you not are play. a bot. You are yeah, play better than Mantis because it gives you information, I guess. It should just yeah. show you all three lanes. Stop with this yes. far right lane stupid stuff. Just give me all three. Maybe the only other contender here in this for in this area for S tier vision. How high do you value vision? I don't go S, but I do go no. A. Yeah, I think he is it's the, so unique with yeah. what he 
brings to snap. And he's so good at what he does as a 5'8". He's almost at the top tier of like what you bring as far as power cost ratio. Yeah. Um, I but think, then the flexibility, right? Because right. Shuri loves this card now, honestly, more than any other hit. Thanos, if you can develop Vision and Jeff, you throw them to one side, you blob somewhere else. That flexibility is just unparalleled. Elsa, mm-hmm. I've, I, I promise you, I played oh, yeah. a move-centric Elsa bounce deck kind of thing with Vision, yep. Jeff, Nightcrawler, and nice. still very good. That's why I think Elsa's still a Spider-Man? bit underrated. Spider-Man as well, yeah. Kind of like some Silky Smooth stuff, but maybe not all in. Um, Vision is just like, if you're building a generically strong deck, I mean, he's great in lockdown. He's great versus lockdown. Um, If you're just building a deck that wants to have good cards and you put Vision as your five cost, no matter what the other 11 cards are, I can see an argument for it. I I can't sit there and be like, you're wrong. I, I just can't. No, yeah. Hey. All right. I, I love it. Vulture, 3-3. Three, three. When this card moves, plus 5 power. Uh, C? Yeah, just in the mushy middle. He had a moment. Remember the Freddy Babes deck that was like meta that ran him? That was yeah. fun. Good times. Simpler times. Also <laughs> Warpath here. 4-5. Ongoing if any of your locations are empty, plus 5 power. He was a beneficiary of the buff with kind of the moving of the goalpost like we talked about with Shang. Yep. Uh, Brad, sounds like you've been actually playing him quite a bit with that Destroyer deck. I have not been touching him at all, and I haven't seen many opponents play him either. I would put him again here in the mushy middle. Yeah, he is. Uh, and I, I stand, even with me playing him, um, I would probably put him like right there. Uh, he's um, look, he's still going to be a 4-10, but he has that huge constraint of you need to leave a lane empty. Uh, to where there's no reason to run him in almost any other deck. And the onslaught thing is cute. If I could, yeah. ha- if I had a different card that gained power from a something else to benefit with onslaught, yep. I would cut him immediately. So he's average. Yeah. All right. White Queen, 4 6. Unreveal copy, the highest cost card in your opponent's hand. She's just been power creeped kind of out of position. So. Yeah, C, lower very C, this bottom makes sense of to C. Me. Like better than if we could rank Master. cards by art, which we might do in the future, she'll be much higher. But for yes. now, we're on competency. Sorry, she's low. White Tiger, five one on reveal. Add an eight power Tiger to another location. Uh, she had a moment with that lockjaw off the, of her the the Hella list. The Hella lockjaw, uh, yeah. Silver Sam, that was still good. I just played it on a stream mm-hmm. like a week ago. It's yeah. it was fine. Yep. The, we are so quick to drop decks that were meta mainstays for like a full season because right. they got a different toy or someone found a different build, and rather than like the new build rise up and then the old build go down a bit it just does this and that's my biggest issue with snap i think that's incredibly incorrect i think that deck can still win games white tiger is a c-tier card but okay (laughs) with everything else yeah um 
This the deck viable. is still she fine. Has some very fun. It just happens to line up as a fantastic option for that deck, being a one power, yes. uh, great with Silver Samurai. You're happy or to bring Renslayer. a Lockjaw to switch it to something big power, then get eight in a different lane. Like I, yeah. I, it's a different discussion. But please keep playing decks that are that were good before. <laughs> I'm waiting for this Renslayer Patriot to come back around. I haven't made it work yet, but mm. someday. Wolfsbane three one, also a Renslayer card. Uh, on reveal plus two power for each other card you have here again is this is great in like your very first baby's first odin deck but after that not a good card i think it's still average like it's it's like a vulture to move kind of thing as wolfsbane is to wong right yep i mean you're putting it pretty far under odin here in the middle of c so i'm, I'm good with this yeah All right, i did lie we had one other contender for s and it's a bit of a stretch but I give you Wolverine. Is he S? No. Actually, one of the best things about Destroy right now. Right. Um, if you can get buffs on Wolverine, you eat it up all day. Definitely A tier. You're saying no on S? I'm going to say no on S. Uh, I think once... I think there are only a... There are a lot of contenders to... Okay, yeah. I'm going to put Wolverine above the Hyvo stuff. But right below mm-hmm. Forge. Um, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Okay. okay, there are a lot of cards in Destroy that you can make very strong arguments for S. Um, yep, you can look at X23, Venom, Deadpool, Null, and Death. Five cards in the deck, I could be convinced of an argument for S. And Wolverine's just out of the bubble. Wolverine is like the sixth card you may bring up, but it's hard, it's gonna be way more harder to convince me. Um, okay, he's so good. He stood the test of time. It's crazy that we're in series one and two right now, and he's up here. Um, We've talked about an enormous amount of deck diversity, so I think that is something that's like a great point of snap. Let's go ahead and finish. We have Yondu as our very last card, and then we can kind of reflect on what the early series tell us and what we can expect looking forward. uh, Yondu is D tier for me. Uh, Yes, he's not good. He has... The old days where he would just empower Null for like no reason is like it's not good enough you can just run other stuff now like x23 came out and everyone's like i don't have to run this garbage card that's amazing right Um, also by the way if you saw the leaked ota thing where like they actually put some game text into the client uh for the power couples thing for like some you know possible things they're thinking about yondu just would be worse it was it's a one two it said on reveal destroy the lowest cost card in your opponent's deck that's just worse (laughs) make him destroy two cards come on let mill be a thing i would just love it like come on let cable draw two things let yandu destroy two things and just let that run for a week and see what happens give me a test server Yeah. Oh, yeah. hey. Let me... But yeah, it is really interesting looking at just the early series cards. We've seen, I I see plenty of these faces all the time um, in my game. So I think that's a really healthy spot for Snap to be in, that you're going to have some of these faces that you play with in the very early days, and you still get to build decks around them, or you get to see whole new aspects of their gameplay emerge, especially in the example of High Evolutionary is like the biggest call out, right? elevating some of these cards that were your starter deck yeah i'm trying to change the color of some of these so we can better discern them um i think yep. we'll, d is fine uh this let's make like purple uh b 
tier, I think is fine with that. Let's make this a bit easier to change. Let's make that pink. Uh, no, maybe, maybe, hold on. Maybe A should be yellow. And then B should be pink. Yep. We're cooking. You there have to let go. us know down in the comments if we uh, severely misrated one of the cards. Or all of them. I'm sure someone will say that. <laughs> Yeah, we don't have to go through all of them. Just hit us <laughs> with the highlights. And uh, if we get any particularly spicy or convincing, succinct statements, we might bring it up in the next podcast. We'd love to hear y'all's thoughts. Yeah, and we'll name Thinking drop you. We'll, we'll praise you. Uh, and the same is true if you give us a explanation that we disagree with. We'll name drop you and shame you. <laughs> <laughs> all right we will not do this, this is... <laughs> we will just do it privately not on the podcast okay guys we can keep it very welcoming and professional here yes. at the guest on topic podcast even though we do run episodes for two hours and 20 minutes doing talking about bad cards <laughs> yep uh there's a lot of bad cards here and um it is um, i did not expect this to take both two hours i thought Brad. we could get through it but uh here we are it's a good yep. long episode i hope you appreciate how long we're doing this by the way it is 1 a.m for me it is just after midnight for teddy just to let you know that we are here in the middle of the night making dumb tier lists for your entertainment i hope you enjoyed it and if yep, you enjoyed it you so much and wanted to see it early or even live like there's a few people watching live right now go to patreon.com slash can't stop snapping you can show your support and by the way like teddy uh, said last week you don't need to pay to join. There's a free yes. way to join. Just join. Just say hi. Hello. We yep. make posts that are public for everybody. Of course, there are ones that are locked behind tiers based on you know, what you have access to. But if you join on the very bottom tier, which is five bucks a month, you get access to early episodes. Join the next tier. You can watch these you know, live. The support means a lot. But of course, you guys just listening every week and watching is enough support for us in general. And we love and appreciate you. Look at that. Tune in to his stream as we test call and then catch next episode to be able to see that really fascinating time in the game, Series 3, the hardest time in the game in terms of a new player progression and where we rank the cards. What are the best ones to grab? What are the ones that you're going to end up forgetting? Thank yep. you, guys. And uh, well, last thing, last thing at the door, Teddy. If you could put yep. Corvus in one of these tiers just off of prediction for next week, where would you put him? I'm going to go B tier because the ramp is just such a powerful ability and snap and such a select group that has access to it. I don't, I still have not figured out what kind of deck I'm going to run him in, but just on the fact that he ramps your energy, I'm going to give him a chance. I'm going to say C tier. I think he's just a yeah. worse ramp deck uh, on average. Oof. Fun probably, but hopefully I'm wrong because no, think... I'm going to get him and I'm going to be really upset if he's bad. <laughs> I think there could actually be something around this new Helicarrier and just like a Thanos deck that has so much card draw it doesn't care if it loses a couple random pieces. Um, sure. And then it just does love having extra energy. And it, then with the um, Helicarrier just fully filling the hand, you're like, all right, I got random junk, but I have so much energy. Hit you over the head with random junk. And that's the kind of deck, that's the kind of gameplay I thrive in. All right, well, let us know down below uh, in the comments and all that good stuff what you think of Corvus and the tier list. And we'll see you guys next week when we break down series three on the tier list. So stay tuned for that. And of course, Teddy. Don't stop snapping. Bye everybody.
Can't Stop Snapping is a podcast hosted and produced by Brad Saffer and Teddy Ninja, originally created by Michael Thurman.